Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Why hello, Fresh? Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me is, as always, is always... And my co-host, Nick Mason. Hello. Thank you. It's great to be here. Hello, James. Hello. Hello. Uh, so tell me, Mason, has it been a big week? Uh, I trim my beard a bit. Wow. Right? And well, That's t- what the people want, right? You they want beard-related be- news. Well, you told me before the show that you went to slightly even it up and then you just kept cutting and cutting and you seemed immensely unhappy with it. Yeah, took the bottom of my jaw off. <laughs> just kept going. <laughs> this is very difficult. Oh, no. no I, yeah, I did that thing where I do the, I'm like, did, I'm like, oh, this seems a little uneven and I trimmed it. Mm. And I'm like... Was it uneven? Yeah. Or was it just the angle? Because now it is very uneven. So now I'm going to have to do the other side. Then yep. I did that. And I'm like, oh, no, it's worse, I think, or better. I don't. I just, I keep, <laughs> just keep, keep going. going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going to your hip face. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Big week this week, Mason. That's bloody. Is that what Anthony Starr said? Whoa. Keep going until you hit face. Um, Anthony Starr, what are you up to? All right, you silly goose. Stop, stop doing the things that you were doing. Stop punching people and then getting away with it because and, because and, you can pay to get out yeah, of it in Spain and, or whatever. And, and you, you never yell, like, don't, or some variation allegedly. of, allegedly, like, don't you know who I am mm. or you'll be sorry because of who, like, come yeah, on. Yeah. Don't, right? that's. It's not. It's it's lame, Mason. I'm going to say it. It's lame. We've been <laughs> renewed for season three. Don't you know that? <laughs> Anyways, big week. Unless of... there's already be- season four. Yeah, we, we already we have to? a season what three. Two? There is that new. I sh- don't know. I'm drunk in Spain. There's that new show, like the animated one, which oh, is apparently diabolical, very good, yeah. which I have yet to watch. Maybe we'll talk about it. I haven't later. seen the trailer for that. How is that different from the regular show? Besides being animated, obviously? it's. Uh, I think it's. Um, well, it's different animation studios, and it's like little vignettes, I believe. Uh... Yeah. Ah, I wonder. So I, I wonder, would it is it based on the the show or is it based on the as a show? Okay, but I right. think some of the art style might be also the comic as well or the feel. Oh, I think of... maybe I do know that one of the, you know in the comic books one of the characters is meant to look a lot like Simon Pegg. Oh, that's true. I think maybe he looks like Simon Pegg in some of the shorts. I think that's the the thing that I know. That's a, <laughs> that's the thing that I know. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. That's how they that's got right. everybody on board. That's right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, it is, it is, of course, the Batman week. There are time codes that Collings, who edits this, uh, puts in if you do want to uh, jump ahead to just that review, mm. which is absolutely fine. But, of course, the main event. The main event. We've main got a, course. But news read, uh, leading up. We've got some release dates that have been shifted in Russia. We've got uh, some Netflix Marvel news. We've got some Alien news. Ooh. Trailers Ahoy are big uh. time. 
uh, Futurama news, I Am Legend news, and oh, then, yeah. of course, straight into Bat. Not straight into. And then after those things. <laughs> after an interminable amount of time we for Batman. We will be talking about Batman. So let's kick things off with uh, the, what I said about the Russia thing, Mason. A Batman? Do you think it will be a, 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 bigger, a bigger movie event if it was called A Batman? A Batman? Not The Batman. A Batman? Indefinite article. A, ba- a Batman? What do you think? A Batman? <laughs> sure, yes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, um, they're, they're running out of titles, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. It's and it's just it's just thugs on the street. Like they see him in the corner and they're like, "A Batman!" A bat- and he's like, "No." This and they're like, "Well, we assume there's more of you." And he's like, "No, no, I'm no, I'm taking all the credit for this. I'm the Batman. I'm a bike. I get around everywhere. I'm moving and shaking. Come on, man. I want some credit for the legwork I put in to get here. I hit on. everybody with my signature punches. That's right. How can you not know it's me, the Batman?" <laughs> So, yeah, obviously I'm sure everybody in the world knows this, but, yes, there is a conflict in Ukraine at the moment because Russia invaded because that's, I don't know why, because they're a bunch of fucking idiots anyways, one man in particular. But, you know, I'm sure there are other people in support of it. Look, I'm not talking about political stuff, Mason. I understand, sure. But I am. But what's basically happening is a bunch of major movie studios, including uh, Disney in turning red, including Warner Brothers uh, and the Batman. They are removing their movies Mm. from uh, scheduled release dates. Sony is also uh, removing Morbius, but if they bloody wanted to bloody really punish the rush of the bloody release... The movie Morbius. put it out. uh, I haven't seen it yet. Maybe Mm. it's amazing, but that's... um, it's a joke that I'm doing. That's very good. Thank you. So, yeah, that's not surprising. And it, obviously I think this is also after they, you know, most countries in the world who have any kind of relationship with Russia are putting sanctions in place and all these kinds of things. You can, This is like the bare minimum you can do. Sure, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's not surprising at all. Yeah. Anyways, do you have any opinions on anything political just while we're in the zone? I always forget bin night, like when bin night is. Yeah. And I think maybe they should send around an alert. Oh like really? On te- on te- your text message. That's a very good idea, actually. And we all get a we got to get a bin night alert. Do you have a fringe? Do you have a fridge calendar? You have a fridge calendar, Mason. Yeah. What about personal responsibility? What about uh, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps? No, I don't like that. Also, I put my boots in the bin. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Yeah. So often, like you won't put the bin out, and then the following week or weeks, because recycling's every two weeks. I no, no. Some you. somebody does. Somebody else puts the bin out. Puts your bin out. Yeah. There's a guy. I don't know. But, um, is there really? Apparently. In your building? Yes. What? But I sometimes Can I... you come to my house? Yeah, I'll ask him. I'll I'm not going to pay him. Okay, right. But I still want well, that. Well, I assume he does it for the joy of it, so okay, he yeah. probably won't want money. You're also... Are you in, like, a building where, like, if your bin is full, you're just like, I'm going to chuck this in this other bin here. Like, if you've got a big... James, bro- James no. no <laughs> you don't do that? No, I'm, I'm, if you've got, like, a big broken bicycle, you just put it in somebody <laughs> else's bin? Uh... I guess I could, yeah. Okay, cool. Fine, I can get rid of my broken bicycle. I also have a broken bicycle that if I could give to you as well. <laughs> sure. I'll ask the guy. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that's my that's political talk. That's good, though. I think yeah. that's a great stance to take, and I'm mm. all for it. So uh, Netflix and Marvel, we've talked about how what's going to happen with those shows, in particular, like other places in the world, except for the US, we're getting them on Star. What or, about Russia? I don't think they're getting it, Mason. Mm. I'm not sure about the specifics. Okay, sure. But uh, now we've, but we didn't know what was happening in the US because they don't have Star. They've got Hulu. So I was mm. like, is it going to Hulu? What's happening? So they are coming to Disney Plus on March 16th, and there's going to be some kind of updated parent control situation if oh. you do want to access them because mm. there's there's sometimes some swears and some shoots in those, uh, <laughs> That's right. those movies and yeah. shows. They're shows, aren't they? They are swears and shoots. And I think I saw they released a trailer, but it was like everybody except – 
Iron Fist, like in the Ouch. Defenders. He just didn't get a look in, didn't get a gig, mate. But there's, I mean, there's worse Marvel stuff on uh, Disney, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there sure is. Inhumans. Oh, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? I mean, worse, I guess yeah. that didn't get a trailer, though, did it? No, it sure didn't. So that's exciting. So there you go. So that thing that maybe some people were concerned about has been resolved. Mm. And about damn time, <laughs> that's right. I should say also. If, like me, you hadn't watched them in a very long time yep. and then it was announced they were being removed and then you got you, you were like, this is... i got to get on this. got to get on this. Don't but, worry about it. But then, yeah, but then they said... I've got a hundred other things that I need to watch <laughs> that are fresh and new that I haven't seen before, but exactly. I, I've got to get on this real quick. Don't worry about don't it. Don't even worry about it. You don't have to watch it now. Uh, here's some news via... Uh, the Hollywood Reporter. Oh, some news I can use. Yeah, I think so, definitely. Uh, Fede Alvarez, which is, I think, how you say his name, he's going to write and direct the new Alien movie oh. for Hulu. Oh. Now, if you don't know who he is, he directed uh, Don't Breathe 2016. Uh-huh. He didn't do the sequel. That's uh, about the blind Yeah, the man. blind guy. Who's the dude from Avatar. Yes. Yeah, and he's like a serial oh, killer. Oh, so there's, a, there's an alien, James Cameron... Very there's good. A, there's a there's thing. Some, there's a link there there's somehow. Some I mean, I, James Cameron only directed one Alien movie. That's true. But there is that link that you've mm. made. Oh, do you think, James? Do you think James? They're going to get political in this. This. Do you think they're they're, they're going to like corporations in the yeah light? yeah? Do you think I they're going to be like, oh, corporations are bad in this one? Oh, I hope not. Oh my goodness, getting political in it's these Alien movies. Yeah, it, they should just be about aliens killing Paul Reiser. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so Evil Dead also, he also did the Evil Dead reboot from 2013. The movie, not the show. Yes. Okay. Which is, I don't know if you've seen that movie, it's pretty good. I don't think I saw it, no. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's oh. basically the first one, but it's way gorier and updated and I know, mm. I, I really like it. And it's generally like, also as a reboot, people like it. Also, it might be a sequel. Well, Ash, or the only Ash thing I know about it, Ash right? is in at the end. We've talked about this yes. every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Anyway, ask me what it's about. Alien? No, this new Alien. New Aliens. Uh, no, no, it's the same aliens. Okay, great. You asking me what it's about? Oh, you wanted me to ask further things. Ask about me it. what it's about, James. What's it, what's it about? I got a quote here. Wait, uh, do you have, have you written a joke? Have you written a funny? No, I've joke? got it. I, it's it's literally an exact quote. Okay, great. A really good story with a bunch of characters you haven't seen before. Whoa, nice! I love it. Not a joke. I love it. So it's not the. Could we bring back some of the previous characters from previous movies we loved, including ones played by actors who have since died? Can we do that with with CGI <laughs> that's barely adequate? Yes, and it's on Hulu, so that's be PG thirteen. Bring him back. Bring just, him. Just Bill. Get, they probably Paxton. Yeah, bring him back. Well, yes. you mean he died also that's in the what movies I mean. and real life. Also, did Ian Holm? Yeah, but he's a robot. Oh, I and see. they probably scanned him for the Hobbit. It's well, fine. They could scan bloody uh, Hicks. And he could bring him back. They as a, never scanned him. They Hicks probably Mason. scanned him. They probably did some sort of weird, like, unisex crew scan where everybody's <laughs> nude and they scanned him. You know what? The, you know, there's future yeah, societies. No, they They're ne- all nude in the no, in no. the shower room and they probably scanned but him. Now he's, now he's a robot as well. You need a real-life scan, I'm talking about, of him. Probably that, have one. Well, how, no, I would say not, but also they probably didn't have a scan of what Harold Ramis might have looked like. That's true. If he looked like Egon Spangler in the modern day, and they did that, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So, yeah, bring they had back. Scan- the eight- scanners of the 80s, cameras. There we go. So, good. Um, look, I, I still am interested in seeing, like, can we do a can we do Alien 3, like, yeah. properly again or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, then you'd need Hicks. Yes, you would mm. need, and he's alive. Yes. So that's, a th- and that, that nearly happened. The guy who was doing um, Elysium was mm. going to do it at one point. 
I am Uncle Bean is alive, yeah. Yeah, he's alive. I was thinking, what's what's Bill Hudson? Paxton, Hudson Bill Paxton Hawk. is Hudson. Okay, he's Hudson right. Hawk. Okay, right. Yeah, so there you go. Where do you think? See, There's the, also a TV series of Alien coming out as well. Is there? From also Noah on Hawley. Hulu? Uh, oh, so. the um the guy who did Legion. Uh, Legion, that's right. That's, that should be pretty good. So what era do you think this is set in? Oh, good question. Do you think it's because we've had, obviously we've had. Depends what counts. Because does, Alien 4 yeah. is set like. 200 years after three, maybe? Yeah, or something, yeah, right. And I think maybe they just might go three and four don't count. Well, this might be because we are in an era of forget everything except the yeah. first couple. I reckon they might. They could very well do if this is a sequel to Aliens. Or, that, I mean, like Isolation, you, you could set it any time, really. I guess you also could, and, and you could also say, okay, well, okay, maybe this part of the universe, Alien 4, is happening and it's yeah. very futuristic-y, but maybe in this corner of the galaxy they're still you know, working on those rust bucket old ships. So yeah. it's, aesthetically it's the same as Aliens or whatever. Aesthetically it looks like a Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So that's what's happened here. Mm. Did Alien you know there are only four Kmarts left in the US? I did hear that. And yeah. I was like, is that a joke that's going to play? Could I, could I have said Walmart? You should, might have said Walmart. But I wanted to go more international. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah, figured yeah. people still know what Kmart is even if there's only four left. It's Trader like Joe's. Trader Joe's. I feel our, our audiences are all coastal elites, so they would know oh, what a Trader Joe's is. I hope not. If you're a coastal elite, I'm not interested. <laughs> you get out of here. Go back to your, I know, your racks of beans, whatever they sell at okay, Trader Joe's. Okay, this new alien will be set in an outback steakhouse. <laughs> Perfect. So now all Americans and all Australians can relate to that. And that's everybody who listens to the show. That's right. That's my understanding but, of it. But I guess my, so like, for real, James, for real. No okay, mucking around. Stop mucking around. Like my real quote that you thought was going to be a joke. Yeah, 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 real, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the realest thing ever. Um, a really good story with a yeah, bunch of Yeah, because Alien characters. Isolation is based around, it's a sort of a sequel and a reboot in the sense that it's it's Ellen, wait, it's it's Ripley's Yeah, it's a daughter. sequel to Alien, but it's before Aliens. So she's yeah. looking for her mother, mother right. who's frozen in space. And she's basically the same character and it's yes. basically alien again. Yes. I never so. finished it. Did you finish it? No, I never finished it. Yeah. But, you know, people like it. People do like it. I think I've talked about why I didn't finish it because I got the gun and it's like, you can't use the gun. <laughs> right, yes. You're not supposed right. to have the gun yet. Yeah, and right. Like, well, then what am I doing? Okay, well then I guess, my, okay, this is the last alien-based question. Okay. Do you think there's going to be one alien or a million trillion aliens? Wow. Or somewhere in the middle? I think somewhere in the middle. I think okay. they'll be like, what's the sweet spot of this? Yeah. Probably aliens. Sure. And I don't necessarily what, know what that's going to look like in a yeah, Trader yeah, yeah. Joe's. Sure, yeah. But I think it's like a million billion is like, it's too many. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, that's And true. they're like very disposable, you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas they, I think aliens hit the perfect amount of like there's a lot but they can't get in so you only see like eight at a time maybe. Yeah, right, and yeah. I think they only had like four suits or whatever. Yeah. Because so, I, think, I think they've had a lot of trouble in the sequels yeah. of like what's the balance of like, okay, the first one was scary because there was only one and you didn't know anything about it yep. and the second one was a cool action movie but in the, in the – in the later ones, you go they, in three. They had to be like, okay, what if we went back to one again? Is that interesting? And then in four, they were it like, could be, yeah. yeah. In four, they were like, ah, a million billion again. I don't know. Yeah. And then it's like it's this trade off of like, and then Alien Predator. Yeah. And once they once they become kind of disposable foot soldiers, yeah, it's not as exciting anymore. You know. I agree. Do you think they'll ever do a smart alien? Smalian. Like yeah, Smalian. Do you think they'll ever do a Smalian? Yeah, I mean, they are, aren't they? I mean, the Queen's smart. I mean more of like a smart enough to communicate with humans. Because it's got a chip, Mason. Because it's got a chip they in it, yes. They put a chip on it. They're like, we're going to use these to, to, to man registers. That's right. 
recommend. A Trader Joe's. I recommend things. Oh, a no, Trader Joe's. One of them scratched the chip out and it's killing everybody oh, in no. the Trader Joe's. Who's going to recommend the, the Chipotle chili sauce? We should have. It's hand. It's homemade. <laughs> we should have gone with automatic tellers. Yeah. We were trying to do the right thing. But then we figured people would steal and then we can trick. <laughs> we we, we, we got to convince them that they can't steal so we put the aliens in. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, lock the doors. <laughs> we'll just let this <laughs> sort itself out. <laughs> Great stuff. Anyways, uh, trailers ahoy. Uh, That's right. This is the segment of the show where we go, what trailer's happening? Right. When, when are they happening? What trailer's happening, we <laughs> yeah, say. That's what we say. We've got a couple this week. We've got Bullet Train, yeah. which is Bradley Pitt. He's back. And he's like, I, I do a movie every three years yeah. and I'm ready to do one. What's my, what's my process for selecting a script? I don't know. Yeah. You tell me. Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> So this Sometimes is, I just wake up and I'm doing a movie. I don't know. This is directed by David Leicht, L-E-I-T-C-H. Oh. He did Deadpool 2. He also did, I think, Atomic Blonde. Oh. And maybe he did one of the Fast and Furiouses, but I don't know. This does feel like a sort of – this This feels like somewhere smack in the middle between Deadpool 2 and Atomic oh, Blonde. Oh, he did Hobbs and Shaw. Boom. Oh. I wouldn't say that's his fault, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like he had your... the constraints of two indestructible men yeah. who have to somehow have a compelling narrative around them. So He was also an uncredited director on the first John Wick, so he's oh. done really good stuff. Okay. Anyways, what if Brad Pitt – Look like a goofy knockabout guy in a bucket hat and a shirt. Yep. And by the end, he's in a singlet and his hair's all cool. And he's like, I've killed so many assassins. Give me my bucket hat back. <laughs> what do you think of this? Looks fun. Looks a lot, a lot yeah. of fun. And as I said, Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's really in a lot of movies, isn't now he? You Sometimes say, just... as you said, but you're talking about a conversation we had off air. So That's people correct, are going to yes. be lost. They're going to be like, is there a prequel episode to this series? <laughs> and there is. <laughs> where we just sometimes talk about Aaron Taylor Johnson, yes. <laughs> So yeah, there's a like the cast of that is incredible as well. Some like are more recognizable than others, or some show up more. So it's also got like um, uh, Zazie Beetz is in it, yeah. Logan Lerman's in it uh, uh, from uh, Deadpool too. Yeah, that's right. Beetz, yeah. Uh, Karen Fukuhara's who's in Lauren, it. Who's Logan Lerman? He's from Percy Jackson and the Lightning. Thief. Is he Percy Jackson and he's the Lightning? Probably Thief? Percy Jackson. Is he Poseidon? Yes. No, wow. he's, I don't know. No, he's the kid. Brian Tyre. Yes. Brian Tyree Henry, it's just, Michael Shannon's in it. It's just a, like an incredible cast. So I oh, think, speaking of Bullet and Michael Shannon, yes. a lot of people tweeted at us and emailed in. Well, about I've who, got a list. I've gathered a list for oh, later. Okay, you have no, tell us now, please. Well, I was just going to say uh, that that was on the short list. Yeah. I'm like, maybe too old. Yeah. But he's, he's got a, he's got a he 50. Steve McQueen was like always 50. Yeah, and then he died at 50. He died at 50. Uh, but Michael Shannon may be too old, but he does have that that weird American cool where he's cool, but he's not trying to be cool. Yeah. And any time like stylists attempt to make him cool, it's a real disaster. Also, he might be Canadian. I don't think he is. <laughs> but he's one of those guys who well, might be Canadian. Sometimes that's more American than... Isn't it just? Yeah, you know, than American. Ryan Reynolds, Canadian. Oh. Yeah. Also, we got a trailer for The Bubble. Yeah, we did. Now, just explain all this because I'm not going okay, to. Okay, so I'm so not going to. Earlier in the week, many people may have seen on perhaps Twitter or something mm. a, and a, 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 a trailer for something called Cliff Beast 6, mm. where the 6 is then the S, the S and and it had like a seemingly all star cast, and you're like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Uh, and it turns out that's the movie within the movie. Of the movie The Bubble, yes, which is a, a it, it looks like Tropic Thunder. It's it's like a 2022 yeah. Tropic Thunder. It's a group of actors. You can never make Tropic Thunder today, though. Uh, that's you? right, because it's already been made. That's right. And the blackface. And the blackface. <laughs> uh, and the bubble is is sort of, the the premise seems to be that uh, there's a group of actors they were making a film, but then 
the pandemic happened and then they were all trapped in a – or they're, they're – They're in a manner. They're in a manner and, and that's a sort of bubble and they're not allowed to leave so they're like, well, we might as well make this movie which has a sort of – a lot of green screen and a kind of volume set up and they're yeah. making this bad movie. But it's interesting because it's got an all-star cast. It's it Judd Apatow, yes. I think. But it's got Peter Serafinowicz and Karen Gillan yep. and David Duchovny is in this. Pedro and, Pascal is yeah, in it. Bro, yeah, all sorts. Keegan Michael Key is in it. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I saw the first trailer and I was like – Oh, this is like a movie where it's like they're going to release this as if there's been like six more of these in the mm. past. You know what I mean? Like, like Naked Leonard, Gun. Part, Leonard Part 6. Thank you. Like <laughs> Naked Gun 33 and a third or whatever. Oh, sure, sure, and sure. And then yeah. when you arrived, which was a prequel to this episode, mm-hmm. you were like, did you see this thing? And I'm like, uh, well, what is this again? You're like, I don't doing? want to think about anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, if there's more lies to this, I don't want them. I don't want them. I don't want them. Yeah, so uh, that's fun. And, yeah. uh, and and Judd Apatow hasn't directed something in a while, I believe. Mm. Not a movie at least. But, uh, yeah, let's see what happens. I know his star has fallen somewhat because apparently his daughter Maud Apatow is in that show Euphoria, which I haven't seen, but a it's lot true. of people like. And a lot of fans of her and that show are like, I heard it. I heard her dad's a film director or something, kind of thing. Oh, really? So, and that- I'm like, excuse me, the director of Knocked Up, maybe the director of the 40 year old version, or maybe he produced that. I can't remember. She's very good as well. Like, she's supremely talented, which uh, makes sense because both of her parents are, and also she was born in Hollywood. So, yes. you know, there are many. Is Leslie Mann also in this? I believe she, she is. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. she is. Yeah. So there you what go. a cast. But I mean, why wouldn't you? If John Apatow calls, she'd be like. Why not, eh? So if you're Judd Apatow's wife and he calls you to beat a movie, yeah, that's right. what do you say? You, you can't make up an Judd, excuse because he knows. Judd, you're in the other room. <laughs> you don't have to call. You can just yell down the hall. I'm busy with, uh, uh, you know, all the things that I do because we're married. <laughs> I'm having an affair. <laughs> Judd, I'm, busy I'm with having that, an Judd. affair. <laughs> okay. All right. What do we else we got here? Oh, uh, Futurama news. Bender is back. He is, it's true. Uh, John DiMaggio. Who the voiced... charade is over. I don't think it was a charade. Uh, have a... Ask me if uh, John DiMaggio has any has a quote about Bender, <laughs> Mason. James, does John DiMaggio have any kind of quote about Bender? Actually, he does, yeah. I'm That's... not going to read the full thing. Don't read any of it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> ben... No, I'll read some of it. All right. Bender is part of my soul. And... Read the part you didn't intend to read. No, I don't have that. Okay. Bender is part of my soul and nothing about this was meant to be disrespectful to the fans of my Futurama family. It's about self-respect and honestly being tired of an industry that's become far too corporate and takes advantage of artists' time and talent. Look, I wish I could give you every detail so you would understand. You can. We have unlimited time, John DiMaggio. <laughs> no, he says, so you would understand, but it's not my place. Thanks again for the love, everybody. So they came to some kind of agreement. If you didn't know, if you haven't seen Futurama because maybe – I don't know, you're one of the people who doesn't know who Judd Apatow is, which is fine. Yeah. You can be a person slightly younger than us. Yeah, that's true. We encourage it, But actually. not significantly younger than us. No. What are you even, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> who damn. told you you could do that? Wow. Uh, so, yeah, they obviously came to some kind of arrangement. I hope he got a lot of money for it, and I hope everybody else maybe got a lot of money for it too. Because... Do you think we get a check as well? Yeah, I'll check. I'll just, I'll keep you, um, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, keep me updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check yeah, the yeah. mailbox. Okay, great. And then we'll know what is going on. Mm. So there you go. I mean, will it be good? I don't know. But everybody's doing it. So there you It'll go. be at least okay. I'll be happy with that. I still got to finish the last seasons that I'm got that I'm got somewhere. Yes. Mason. Hello. What are your thoughts on the movie I Am a Legend, mate? I don't remember it being very good. It's my home movies I'm talking about. I'm a legend, mate. <laughs> okay, right. It's just me running around wow. my house with a cardboard tube. Pretending it's you, to be it's a sword. you, it's you like 
It's you making spectacular marks. But <laughs> they're specky. but they're very obviously staged. <laughs> over my kids. Yeah, yeah, over your kids. <laughs> a mark is when if uh, people who's not in Australia When you catch at the football. When you catch at the big football. Mm. No, it's a regular sized football. <laughs> I mean it could be big. You could do it. Could be, you could be doing one. for some sort of novelty, like you're in an yeah. ad for Coles or something. That's right. The supermarket. Exactly. Like a Trader Joe's, but worse. <laughs> so I am legend. Uh, yes, it is getting a sequel. Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan are going to produce and star. Michael B. Jordan is going to star. Now, if you've seen that movie, which Mason has, he doesn't like it. Mm. Um, I think it's okay. I think the ending, they, they, it's not. They don't really nail the ending. Yeah. But I think it's bad. Spoiler alert, he explodes at the end. Sure does. He, uh, Apropos of nothing, he just explodes. Yeah, he explodes. He's like, oh, I'm nearly, I'm, yeah. run, everybody run, and I've got these guys. And he's like, oh, I feel like I'm going to explode for no reason. And then the, and legend, then he does. the legend is that guy exploded for no reason. <laughs> and then this guy just freaking exploded. There's just a, a wise old man telling the children in this paradise. Is this Did real? Is this a real story? Yeah, he freaking exploded. Yeah, yes. I, mean, I mean, I wasn't there, but my mate, my mate said he just freaking yeah, just bang, went bang. <laughs> bang. Anyway, so but if like you've a seen big melon, there is a director's cut or like it's a big a, bag of custard. There's <laughs> a director's cut. Yes, or is it a deleted scene or both? Where at the end he doesn't die. Correct. Yes, he basically. So he's got a zombie that he. Le- no, they're vampires. It doesn't matter. No, see, here's the thing though. They're, they're night in the, stalkers. In the, they're dark seekers. Thank you. In the original, they're stalk- dark stalkers. <laughs> Remember Darkstalkers? Remember the video game? No, Mason. Oh, I, I don't remember anything. No, that's true. Because I'm slightly younger than you. Our frames of reference are completely different. That's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, so mm. in the original novella, they are vampires and they're like proper vampires. Yeah. They're like vampires. Some are. Real Dracula. Some they're- are more like brainless and undead. Yeah. And some, but there are more intelligent ones you find out later yes. on. Yes. Yeah. No, see, I th- no, because they're always talking to him. Yeah, but no, there are like two sets. There is a like the set who come to his house. Yes, they can only say like. No, no, some of them can talk. No, they can talk, yes. but only a little bit. But there are like regular intelligent yes. vampires okay, as right. well. Anyway, right. sorry, I was going to say, but in the in the movie, they're just like weird, like fast zombie. Yeah, they're quite vague. I didn't like their vagueness. I guess they were. I guess they were like. Uh oh, dogs here. Zippy's in here. <laughs> Running about. Zippy has a cone on her head. Zippy, are you causing trouble in here? <laughs> Hello, Zippy. Hello. Oh, my God, Zippy. <laughs> James' podcast is cancelled. I agree. Hang out it's dog time, everybody. Dog <laughs> If you came here for your Batman review, we're not doing we're it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're patting the dog. <laughs> oh, you silly Zippy, come on. Come on. Now, Zippy, remember, I'm not the one kicking you out. I want to be friends forever. Come on. Come on. Well, he's here too. Hit it, buddy. Hit it. Oh, you've got to go too. Oh, how those dogs even get in here? The door was open. Ah. Oh. But dog time is over, everybody. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Yeah. And sorry to me. Yeah. What were you saying? Or I was saying that in the, in the, they're, like, vague, they're, they're like, they're sort of, they're, they're some sort of hybrid. They're, they're sort of zombies, but they're fast and they're, and they seem unintelligent, but then it turns out they are intelligent. Somewhat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So in the, in, and I. Uh, Which is why this, the alternative ending makes more sense. Because yeah. Because he realizes that there's a connection. Because he's holding one of them and that one yeah. is. Yeah. Because I feel like, again, like I feel like the, the, the spoilers for a, uh, a short novella that came out literally decades the 50s, ago. maybe? Yeah. But uh, it's about this guy who goes around and he kills a bunch of vampires. Yeah. 
because uh, he thinks they're just they're all evil, and he's the last man on earth. Yeah, yeah. But the then same. it turns out there's another there's like a, a vampire society where they're not evil. They're just they're just trying to get along with their lives, and he's been inadvertently killing a bunch of them as well. Yes. And he didn't know, so he's a legend because he's actually a terrible person. Yes, inadvertently he's yes, he's, and that's that that never really comes across in the movie. No, I don't think. not and at that's all. Sort of, so and it and it again it's. Why? Why would he be? Why would he say I am legend? Why would he even be called? It doesn't matter. Anyway, they're they're doing a. <laughs> I agree, of this. but it's I think, flawed, but I think yeah. what se- what may be happening here is they've decided that the the alternate ending is the real ending now. Yeah. It has been. It's it's been far enough along that people have mostly forgotten about that movie, yeah. probably. And if you if you just at the start of the next one showed people the alternate ending from the last one. We would just go. Oh, yeah, I They'd guess. Like, oh, yeah, I guess. Whatever. I guess that's. And you could even go. Well, the 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 real the real story and the legend. Yeah. You know that's sort of built in. You could go. Well, the, well, you you thought that actually he died, but the real story is he lived. Yeah. Because the other because the other thing because he am legend. We, yeah, we didn't like the other thing. Yeah, that's right. That we heard happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. We, so we heard that a he exploded. That we heard a different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, anyway, so I think that's okay because I think there's a lot of potential in that. Yeah. Narrative. Mm. And what if they just did I Am Legend? Like they just like, we'll do it properly, all right? We'll Why? do it properly with Michael B. Jordan this time. I mean, does it definitively say sequel? It says sequel, yeah. Okay. Mm. But I mean, these days, the, the definition of sequel, reboot, remake, it's all a bit what muddy. What does it mean? Maybe that, again, maybe they just do the last one again, yeah. but Will Smith is is his father or something. Yeah, or an, or I, I a, thought about that, but it was. His kids died in a helicopter crash or something. Maybe they didn't die in that helicopter crash. I just thought of something. Yes. What if they didn't die in a helicopter crash? No, they crash? did, though, in the movie. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So can't change that. <laughs> Can we edit that can't out? Can't change that fictional scenario. Can we edit that out when I'd forgotten a thing that happened in the movie? I mean, you can ask. Okay. <laughs> but I'm I'm saying no. That's <laughs> well, my vote. It's got to be, it's got to be, you know, you've got 50% of the, that's right, of the podcast. And mm-hmm. so we need a majority. Yeah. And, and we never not... get what you never get. <laughs> cool. There yeah. you go. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or... 
sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. I just wish, Mason, I could cut back uh, the time that I spent in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? I wish I could retroactively remove that time. Well, I mean, maybe you could cut out some of your bloody wine drinking. (laughs) He's not wrong, everybody. This guy is on the pulse. He knows me. But you know what? I can make some changes going forward, basically. Uh, absolutely, you can. For one, my wine drinking. That's right. And, and two, I can... Put I, it in a hat? Put it in a, put it in a hat. With that's right. No, I meant get gun. rid of it. But yeah, oh. that's that's even better. You have, don't have to do any lifting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you, you could basically, you can spend less time in the kitchen with HelloFresh. Oh, and I say fresh. that, that's right, because their meals can be ready in around 30 minutes or less. Plus, they're quick and easy. You can also get something called, and get ready for this, 20-minute recipes. Oh, hello. I wasn't ready, but I love it. And low prep and easy cleanup options provide an even faster route to putting food on the table. HelloFresh is also 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal. Heck yeah. Of the same quality also. Because you'd be like, yeah, you ate brown rice. Of course, that's going to be cheaper than a delicious meal. But no, they're both delicious meals. That's right. And you can save, on average, $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's money back in your pocket. That's right, and time back. And time back in our pockets. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including veggie, fit and wholesome, family-friendly, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. Look, Mason, like I mentioned, they're quick. They're easy. They're good. Here's an example of all of those things. Your mum. Here's another example, Whoa, Mason. Oh, you, you've sorry, been that, on the wines. That was you rude. You've been on the wines. That was rude. She's a lovely woman. Loaded halloumi tacos with fries and smoky aioli. What do you think of that? Hell yeah. Hells yes. And actually, you can go to hellofresh.com slash weeklyplanet16 and use code weeklyplanet16, as in 1-6, for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyPlanet16. 
and it's America's number one meal kit. Did you know that? I did know that. Uh, now you double know it. Uh, that's right. Oh, add over, back on the wines. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, bottoms up, everybody. Oh, hello, Fresh. Feels like a long time coming, Mason. Uh, bat the Am I getting fired again? Yeah, that... you're out. No. You're out and I'm in twice. Okay, great. You can have two opinions <laughs> that's right. that are largely similar. <laughs> and the second, but the, you really have to be reaching for that second opinion. Oh, yeah. It's just, you just have your notes there and you're just like doing, you're being a little thesaurus on the fly. Just, <laughs> I thought this movie was grand. <laughs> had a lot of spectacles. Does that work? Yeah. Excellent. I don't think it, had, it didn't even have that many spectacles. The penguin didn't even have little spectacles. Well, it's early days penguin. Yeah, he probably we'll doesn't it. have his signature spectacles. Exactly. But I do want to talk about the box office of this. So the budget of this was $200 million. The initial estimates were it was a $100 million film. Oh, yeah, that's right. And after right. seeing it, I'm like, that cannot be true. Right. Like, surely not. But no, it is, so it's around 200 The box office for the weekend in the U.S., it's going to end up being between 120 and 130 million. That's bigger than the 110 million estimation, Ooh. and internationally, it's going to make around 111 million. So it's going to very much make its money back and then some, which is all the more impressive because there's a Batman movie every day. But on top of that, it's very long, so you yeah. get less cinema sessions That's going true. at any one time, and uh, you get more people storming out at. To the two and a half hour mark, going, I demand my money back. And they're I, like, that's not our policy. It's 15 minutes. You get 15 yeah, minutes. Right. I mean, it just flew by because I enjoyed it so much, but I, would st- I still want my money back. Um, that's right. It's me, a guy who exists. <laughs> and I, I, I derive my, all my enjoyment from the first two thirds of a movie, and then I demand my money back. It's a great scheme. <laughs> you know, there's got to be somebody out there who does that. 100%. If you just make a big enough fuss, they'll give you the money back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how does this compare to the openings, I wonder? I don't know if you have those figures there, but let's guess without even okay, thinking about it. Comparing to like previous Batman movies. Let's For go, example, let's go the Dark Knight The Dark Knight's Batman movie. All right, let's have a look at that just quickly. But while I'm while I'm punching those numbers into my regular non bat computer. I would presume it's less just because pandemic style. Yeah, so The Dark Knight uh, made $158 million in its opening weekend okay. in 2008. That's so yes. More. Dark Knight Rises made 160. So yeah, it uh so there you go. That's I think that's just US. But it's not an insane amount less. No, I mean, it absolutely is. Not. I mean it's tens of millions of dollars, which is an insane amount of yeah. money, but it's not like this made eleven million dollars or something. It was also going up against Uncharted, I think you'll find. That's true, greatest movie ever made. And Colin Farrell's other movie where he's got a robot boy or something. Oh, after Yang. Yes. Apparently yeah. it's very good. Mm. Anyways, uh critics seem to like it on the on the whole, eighty five percent rotten tomatoes. Audiences seem to like it at ninety mm. percent. What do you think the story was? Oh no. You fl- throw me for a loop. You familiar with this segment of the show? Yes. Where I ask you what the story was? Very much what so. What do you think it was? Well, I mean it, it, I say I've given you wiggle room there, because it's what you think it was. Yeah, you it's don't true. have to be right. Well, I know. <laughs> I'm aware of the concept of this bit. <laughs> It's not a bit. You, you're giving me even more room now. That's right. But I'm not actually using it to think. <laughs> Why would I? It's funnier if I don't, in my opinion. Not in anybody else's <laughs> opinion, but in mine. All right, so it's Batman. Yeah, everybody knows Batman. It's yep. Batman, but it's it's all early days Batman. It's two years, two years in a Batman being Batman. He's like, geez, I love... I love I love going around beating people up as bat. Are you? What are you doing? I'm checking the Batman v Superman opening weekend. Did oh. you look like? Did it look like I was pretending <laughs> to time? It looks like you were being a stenographer there. Like <laughs> I'm like, has he been writing down my what I think the story was every time for years? Is he writing a book? Oh yeah. Is this the new Leonard Moulton movie guide? <laughs> except it's just what I reckon the story was. Um, it's Batman. Okay, so it's Batman. Yeah. And he's a couple of years in, and he's like, 
Jeez, I love, I love, I love beating people up as Batman. It's pretty good, but I can't be everywhere. No, so that makes me sad because I told, I told my parents I beat up every crook yeah, in Gotham City, and it's boy. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. There's, there's all sorts of crime, and there's a new guy, and he's out there, and he's, he's. Would you say a new breed of criminal? He's being a real Zodiac, this guy, and he's out there, and he's, and he's there. But I'm gonna defend. Gotham City, which is the grimiest and greasiest city there is. It's so greasy. It's so greasy. Uh, it's, for for it's, reference, Batman v Superman made $166 million. That's a lot of money. Weekend, so there you go. Gotham mm. City in this movie, it is the the world's largest industrial hot plate that's never been cleaned. Oh, you are not wrong. It's just, you know, you know, there's always a guy and he's like, well, I'm not cleaning it because that's where all the flavour is actually. All the flavours <laughs> in when you when you don't you don't actually, because you clean it and take all the flavour away and you're like, I think you're actually poisoning people, yeah. man. I don't know. And they're like, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. And then it gets shut down. Exactly. Anyway, that's Gotham City in this. It's, so, it's the grimiest Gotham City we've ever seen. Well, I think. I think the idea of filming it in Scotland, it has like a... Ah, the grimiest city in the that's world. That's right. Well, we've seen like a, uh, yeah, the city of Scotland. It's it's got a very, like, dark and gothic Scott aesthetic. Scott City, right? Yeah, Scott City. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, we have seen, in particular, like, the Burton movies. Mm. I feel like for the Nolan movies, not so much the first one, it does feel like this is Chicago. This is a big, wide Chicago street. Yeah, right. Or whatever. But I think the idea of filming <laughs> signature, this... That's the signature Chicago. Big, deep pizzas, big, wide streets. Exactly. Uh, but the idea of filming it in a city that is kind of, like, literally drenched in this, like... <laughs> gothic history and it's always raining and miserable. I think they may have added a little bit of grease. Oh, I, I think so, yeah, just over the whole city. They just tipped all the fryers out <laughs> in the chip shops <laughs> and let it and run. And smeared it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What did you think of this though? I liked it a lot. Me too. Look, a criticism that has been levelled at it and I would agree with is uh, there's even less humour in this than in the Nolan movies. Like this is, this is the is... most humorless Batman movie yeah, there is. I, I think there is humour to be found but it's not like it's not jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's moments in this which I thought were funny. When he puts his little sunglasses on. Which is, puts his little sun, that's fun. But like the bit, and it, we've seen a clip of it where he punches Jim Gordon. And then, yeah, like, sure. that's funny. And then afterwards he's like, you could have pulled your punch. And he's like, I did pull my yeah. punch. Yeah, like is, I think there okay, are, is funny. there are moments. Yeah, but I would say that being said, I think that works in this situation. Again, like we, we always say, oh, everything sort of tends towards grim and gritty. But we do, we have had hum, you know, we have had humorous Batman's in the past, yeah. and I'm sure we will again in the future. But I think that the in the context of this world, I think it works because this, again, this is to some degree the long Halloween Batman universe. Yeah, it is grim and very serious, and it's two years into Batman's being Batman. He's not necessarily having the greatest time of it. And also there's no Robin in this universe, spoilers. No, and like the – I think, you know, the the idea of Bat, – Batman lightens up when he has a Robin or the rest of the family around him mm. to sort of provide a counterpoint. Like they, they push him more towards the light. When he's outnumbered. Exactly. And then he's – and they're not there. They're not in this yet. So it makes sense that this yeah. is the, the grimmest part of his journey, you know. And well, and one of the things I liked about – this version of Batman and Robert Pattinson, who or Robert Battenbat, who I thought was amazing in this, uh-huh. is that his version of Bruce Wayne like does not exist in the sense that like Christian Bale had like a fake Bruce Wayne that he used, mm, yeah, right, right, and he'd right. go out and pretend to get drunk, and he'd be like he'd have like four women on his arm, or whatever. Whereas this guy goes out in public, and it's like. What's up with this fucking guy? Right, right, right. Like he, he doesn't know how to stand properly. He's just a, yeah, exactly. He's just <laughs> like a, he's out of the suit and he's just lost. He's just a weird trust fund kid yeah. at this point, and maybe he'll develop that persona I think he later. Will. Yeah, I think he absolutely will. But I, I liked that where he just felt like 
that is absolutely unnecessary and I'm not doing it. But I think it is going to get to the point where it's like people know you have money and people know mm. you're strange. So don't you think that maybe people are going to make this connection? Mm. But even the idea that like he doesn't look like he's had a haircut or seen the sun, like having that lot. I know people make fun of like the long emo hair, but I took it more as like he doesn't care. Yeah, it's right, just like right. I'll shave my head once a year. And sure, that's, right, and that's right, my yeah. haircut. You know yeah, what I mean? right, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and this this particular Bruce Wayne, this rather than living in uh, Wayne Manor, yeah. sort of in in the outs on the outskirts of Gotham City, he lives in Wayne Tower. I thought which that was the, interesting. Which yeah. is in, right in the center of the city. Yeah, which is uh, more, you know very useful for getting on his little motorbike. It certainly is. You can get on his little motorbike. Well, what did you think about that? Because well, okay, how about this? Did you think it was like the most real world version of Batman? That we've seen. Because a lot of people have said that, like, it even goes a step further than The Dark Knight. Yeah, right, right, right. Where, you know, that at the time was very real world. And I would even say, like, the Tim Burton one at the time was also supposed to be that because in comparison to the 60s one, it was even realer. Yeah. I think this, I, I think it is. I, yeah. think it, I think it verges on being a real world. Like, I think the Nolan one did as well, mm. but I think there's there's certain boundaries that you can't really cross you know, in 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 the in in the way of like, if you take too much away, if you're like, this is the real world, Batman couldn't really be Batman. Yeah. In the sense that, like, what is he swinging around the city? Yeah. Can't, like, that's just not a thing you can do. No, you he know? needs a bike. To yeah. Get right. Around. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it feels. But I mean, it, it it is still you know essentially comic booky. Oh, absolutely. And I think like the one element of it where I, where I'm like that we're not there at all is like there's and I don't think this is really a spoiler, but they have contact lenses, which is like. Their cameras, yes, so exactly. You can just yeah, walk around as opposed to putting a GoPro on somebody's head, yeah, or a button camera. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I imagine they probably, I imagine they probably toyed with the idea of like give him a body cam, like yeah. a, like a police officer or whatever. But then there, there's elements in the movie where like, okay, well that that wouldn't work realistically for a variety of reasons. So it has to be a a magical contact lens. Yeah, sure. Anyway, I just think. They should have explained how it worked in detail, and that should have been at least magic. An hour of, oh, okay, he went to the fifth dimension. He got them from Mister <laughs> Mixer's Pitalik. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fine then. Well, uh, that also, Matt Reeves has talked about. Here you go, Bruce. <laughs> Fiddle dee dee. <laughs> you, you stepped out to pee. Didn't yeah. You? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that did, happened yeah. in the third hour. There's a revelation. I'll tell you this much: yeah. I did not step out to pee, Mason, because I drank a regular amount of water, so I didn't need to go to the bathroom not once, not one time. <laughs> Great. I think I'm overhydrated and dying. Uh, you, you. There's a lot of explanation there, which makes me suspect you just peed in your seat. Did you pee in your seat? None of your business or anybody's business. It's between me and the cinema, which I'm currently in a legal dispute. <laughs> and with. the three people around you <laughs> in in nearby seats. What I thought was terrific, and this I think can also be said for the introduction of the Batmobile, the introduction of Batman himself. I loved that build up. So you've got the kind of multiple crimes happening across the city. This is very mm. early on. And then there's like you see like a corridor of darkness, mm. and you're like, he's, he's, he's here, yeah, he's somewhere, but he can't be everywhere. Yeah. So where is it? He's loving. He's loving the idea that uh, th- this Batman is loving the idea that he has sort of cast a net of fear over the city in the criminal element, and yeah. to a to a almost similar extent, just the regular populace of the city. Yeah, they do who, not like who him. Are, who are afraid that this masked man with, with electro gloves is going to beat them up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, he's loving the idea that when the bat signal comes on, people stop doing crimes because yeah. they're like, oh, maybe the patch of darkness over there, Yeah, Batman's there and he's going to stop me doing this vandalism or whatever. Is it he's going to pulp me yeah. for doing this graffiti. Is it on because... I'm only doing a simple graffito. Yeah, that's right. 
But like, is it on because somebody like saw me doing this? Yeah, and yeah. Watching me, what's happening here? Yeah, and also it's interesting that he the the group that he picks to take down or he happens to be at is the one that like is not afraid of him. Mm. Like from then on, they would be though, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I thought that was really interesting. And again, with the Batmobile. It's introduced like a monster. You know what I mean? It like, sure, yeah. It like revs up and the lights are going off on it and all those kinds of things. And I think he stalls it or does he just stop? That's a great question. I think it, 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 Or does he just kind of like, I don't know. I think it was meant to be like a, I think it was meant to be played as if like it's like it's a, like a, like a, like a tiger on a, on a leash yeah, maybe okay, kind yeah. of thing. But aesthetically this, and, and I think probably also a lot of the fight stuff, does play a lot like the Arkham games. Yes, I imagine that was probably like they. I imagine there's a lot of a bunch of stuff in when this they when they put say, yeah. when they put these mo- put these movies together. I imagine there's a lot of influences that just got, get put up on the wall. But Gotham as a as a yeah, horrible gothic nightmare, but yeah. also sort of Batman. His his fighting techniques do seem a lot like the game. Yeah, again, he does have those electrocutioner gloves. He does yeah, yeah exactly. So. But he's not the only one in this movie, Mason. No, he is. He's got, oh, is he? I turned away every time anybody else, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. You don't want to know, do you? Yeah, yeah. So he's got like he's already got a relationship with uh, Jeffrey Wright's um, Commissioner Gordon. So he's mm. already walking into crime scenes and having a good look around and solving riddles and the like. What I liked about that a lot mm. is there there's a real tension because he's sort of yeah. you see this is in the trailers you see him sort of walk amongst the forensics guys and the beat cops and like the other detectives and stuff like that some you know at a, at a crime scene or at the the GCPD or whatever and there's a real tension there because there's a lot of them yeah and he's not like he's not that much bigger than no. anybody else but you don't know what he's going to do yeah. like you can really feel like they don't want him there and they want to just knock him down and bust him yeah. for whatever crimes they can pin him pin on him and he you see that like you feel like he knows that as well yeah, yeah. especially but, later on yeah. but they also don't know how he's going to react to anything they don't know if he's got a gun probably yeah, that's right. like what what's on the, what's on that utility belt they yeah. don't, they don't know kind of thing and i felt that was a really a really effective tension that, that that breaks sometimes. I agree. And I think also the idea that you skip all of that relationship building with Gordon is a good thing. Because, mm. you know, if you've read any of the comics, if you've seen any of the movies, they just end up working together, you know? Yeah, sure. And the fact that you don't have to explain how they got there yeah. I think is good. You, there's a lot of shorthand we already know that we yeah. don't need to cover. They're at that point where they are working together. They've had They've clearly had some success with, you know, the mob, but yeah. they don't entirely trust Gordon. Doesn't entirely trust him because he doesn't know who the guy is. Yeah, and Batman doesn't really trust anybody. Like he know he knows that Gordon is a good cop. Yeah, but uh, but beyond that, he's like, yeah. It seems I don't even know if he likes Gordon in particular. I would say he probably doesn't. But he's like, this is the guy who will get me in the room. I only like this one Nirvana song that I keep listening to over <laughs> and over again. We can talk about that because I think the soundtrack is amazing, and yeah, especially if you like that one Nirvana song. Mm. But as a whole. Michael Giacchino's score is amazing, like real, and the Batman theme itself—it's—it's uh, it's like quite triumphant. It's as well. very there's there's a couple of bars in it that are very um, Imperial March. Mm. It's the Darth Vader's entry music in okay, the Star sure, Wars movies, yeah, yeah. and I think that's that feels deliberate because he's meant to. Yeah. Whenever he makes an entrance, he's a big spooky man. Dangerous afoot. Here's an interesting thing. Okay. All the all the titles of the Batman score songs. Yeah. Up Plays on words or puns? Well, actually, well, I saw this with uh, Oscar, who I retweeted his review. Oh, your best mate, your he's best, my your best, best mate. mate. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying that that's what he does. Like he just does fun little puns. Oh, on all I of see. His right, like, right. He always titles them in really interesting. So, ways. for example, uh, can't fight city Halloween. Oh, very good. Uh, 
It's raining vengeance. Very good. Uh, crossing the feline, moving in for the gill. There's a character named Gill. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so gill. on and so forth. Funeral and far between. Oh, very good. Uh, and etc. Highway to the anger zone. But also I think <laughs> because I guess they are quite silly, but yeah. also you, you don't know them in the movie. Mm. And also this, I guess, prevents spoilers. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you, if you yeah. do, because otherwise it's just like oh, Batman dies. Scene where Batman dies. Scene where Batman dies. You know, didn't they do that in a Star Wars once? Was they, it like Qui Gon thing? Qui Gon, yeah. Qui Gon died. Qui Gon died. Sword through the neck. Yeah, it's actually the the first track is called Qui Gon dies later in the movie. <laughs> no. Track number one. Oh no. Yeah, I think also uh, in terms of influences. I mean, you're talking about Star Wars and that. I know people have talked about like it's a bit like Chinatown. It's a bit seven. It's like, like forty minutes longer than Chinatown. I checked. That might be true. It might be true. Is it true? Yeah, Jim. it's true. Uh, like people have mentioned Zodiac, but I also think there's a lot of Saw in this. There is, yeah. It's yeah. Well, and, and I know that's. I know that also Saw is also derivative of a bunch of stuff, and I know that like the code work and all that is very Zodiac and various Zodiac, other yeah. things. But I think I don't. I maybe maybe again it's the derivative thing, but I think maybe that's something that. If you were borrowing from or you were influenced by, you maybe wouldn't mention that you were like, there's some sore in this movie as well. Sure, right. Okay. I, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing either. You, you certainly wouldn't have any of your characters mention it. No. You're like, this is like a bloody sore movie Saw in here. Sore movie, everybody. Mm. Let's, let's talk about The Riddler. Let's talk about Paul Dano's The Riddler. Okay. He's always riddling about, isn't he? That's mm. one of the main things that he's about. That's right. Um, I thought his first entrance was like, like Batman, very spooky, kind of very, like, I don't know, but also very sudden in a good way, you know what I mean? And and I, I think the mystery is like surrounding that and why he was doing that had a, and we'll talk about this in spoilers, but had a very kind of interesting like resolution. And it's not so much a like who done it, who be doing this because it's the Riddler, because it's the Riddler. But it's more there like, aren't so many twists, if I may. There aren't a lot of twists to be no, had I wouldn't in this say necessarily. So. Yeah. But I think it's more of a like a like a, a, a why done it. It's it is definitely you know I mean? a why done it. I think yeah. that's why Riddler done it. Yeah, this is a classic why Riddler done it. Why he did this? Mm. Why do you think he did it? Loves doing riddles and crimes. I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's probably a big yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and of course Zoe Kravitz is in this as Catwoman, and I thought she was amazing. Also, I like really really good Catwoman. Mm. I would love to see a spin off of something with like just her. Maybe a Catwoman. Maybe movie. a Catwoman. I've got a video where I talk about like all the sequels and stuff and things that could happen as a result of this. Apparently, like very early days discussion about Catwoman. Mm. But if they did something like that long Halloween spin off, which we talked about on BigSandwich.co when we talked about mm. the long Halloween. The long Catwoman. The long Catwoman. Like if they had her in like you put her in Rome. Yeah. And she's mm. doing like stuff there. You completely different setting, you know what I mean? Completely different set of criminals mm. and good guys and whatever. James, you're forgetting the 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 score that we know the ones that the title Catwoman Dies? Oh, shit, yeah. The Catwoman dies right. real bad. Real bad. Real bad in a way she can't come back from because yeah. it's not that kind of universe. Yeah, she's not like a literal cat. Falls into a meat grinder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quite early on, Quite 10 early. minutes in. Uh, speaking of, we're doing Catwoman this week for Caravan of Garbage, aren't we? That's right. Boy, that's a different kind of Catwoman, real isn't it? Real different. Oh, also, uh, uh, Johnny Tatoots. Yes. John Taturo as Carmine Falcone. I Very good. I had reservations about him, not because he's not a great actor, but because he, cause he obviously is. But the Carmine Falcone from the comics, uh-huh. he just he's just he just looks different. Right, he looks sure, like sure. a big kind of Brando kind of looking mobster, mm. where he doesn't really have that. But it was again amazing, terrific, yeah, and and real Italian probably. That's all I am interested in. How do you feel about Andy Serkis's uh, Alfred? Because we always get a slightly yeah. different interpretation of I, Alfred. See, I I that that's actually one of my few complaints about this. I wish there was more of him. 
Because there's a little bit of like, you're not my real dad, or ex- dad, etc. Yeah. Shut up, Alfred. Let me just check the score. Oh, no, here you are, my real dad. <laughs> Michael Chicano. But then I think one of my favourite moments in this, and I think one of the real moments of humanity in this movie, mm. is between Alfred and, and Batman, or Alfred and Bruce Wayne, mm. where Bruce Wayne has to come to terms with like, he seems like he was kind of pushing him away because of what happened to his parents, and then he yeah, was yeah. like, no, this is a person I... I care about and I and clearly cares about me because he's is helping me do this stupid this thing. stupid thing, yeah. And I just wish we had more of him because I really mm. enjoyed him. And he's got a he's got a different haircut than any Alfred we've uh, seen before. Right. Yeah. He's probably younger than he's probably one of the like probably the youngest Alfred we've seen on in movies. That is, mm. he, you know, in Gotham he's quite young as well. Yeah, Pennyworth, Pennyworth, he's very young, very young, yeah, yeah. But what did you think of him? Uh yeah, good, yeah. Yeah, good. Pretty good. Pretty good. We I think what you said encapsulated everything that I thought. Encapsulated. Speaking don't get it. Of, I don't get it. I don't get it. Speaking of, Colin Farrell plays the penguin. That's right. If you were like, if you showed me him, mm-hmm. oh, I'd seen this movie, and you were like, I'm going to give you 50 guesses. Sure, yeah. Who is that? Yeah. I would not have got it. Right? And he he doesn't it, quite like, the, the makeup doesn't quite rise to the level of like a Dick Tracy villain, but it's interesting that everybody else is real, just. real though, right? It's, it's very real. interesting. Yeah, it does. Like, it's very interesting that they, he's the only one who gets a massive, yeah. like, makeover. Yeah. And that's, I would look, I uh, may, maybe. You're asking why, is that your question? Well, I am asking why, but I, I imagine uh, Matt Reeves has has either explained it at length or will explain it at length at some point in the future, but I think that's fascinating. Yeah. And I wonder if. I'm I I is it because he he's seen Colin Farrell in things and he's like he's got a he's got a vibe that would work for yeah. the Penguin and now we get him in that or did Colin Farrell come in and do a great screen test as the Penguin but they're like you don't look anything like the Penguin yeah. and you can't be a cool Irish dude who's yeah. who's cool and sexy and be the Penguin so also we'll just we'll we'll Penguin you up yeah how did that did he did he do the audition on with shoes on his knees great question how did he do it. I think it's one of those situations did, where... Did, did they get just every actor to come in and go, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> but I think it could have gone really wrong. Oh, yeah. And like, and I hate to, like, bang this drum, but uh, having seen, like, Jared Leto in House of Gucci in uh, his, sure, like, yeah. makeup. And the makeup's good. Or, like, Guy Pearce in Prometheus. I mean, mm. And they did him because they was, did him that because he was supposed to be appear younger in it. Than, yeah, than that's right. Yeah. Doing. But, like... Or, you know, it, it could be really annoyingly pointless and distracting. Right, yeah. But they they nail the makeup and he nails it. Yeah. So it it kind of completely works for me. Yeah. You know? And he's getting his own series. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine um, putting that on every goddamn day. Right? <laughs> well, he did uh, Hot Ones recently. I don't know he if you did, saw it. Yeah. But apparently it, took, it started out taking like three or four hours. They got it down to two eventually because they okay. figured out. But that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a commitment every day. So that's... It's usually like two hours to put something on, and then it's like an hour to get rid of it. So yeah, that's a that's a lot of commitment, and then you got to act, then you and then you got to do, do your acting. You got a full day of acting. Um, and I think he said something to the effect of like sometimes putting on the makeup can be kind of alienating. Like often, mm. like and sometimes I guess you wouldn't even know until it's on. Yeah, you need to be like this is this is kind of weird and alienating, and I feel uncomfortable. But for some people, I think it's a case of. I can be this character because there's no – I'm not me anymore. I'm this yeah. character. And I think it's it's also down to the fact that this is a really good it's – a, it's a mask and it's makeup and it's all like it, – it, from what from how he described it, it seems like it's all being connected correctly to all his – Yeah, like the muscle like groups in his face. anatomically like – So if he raises yeah. an eyebrow, it comes up correctly. Or yeah. If he, you know, he smirks, it, he can, he, like he doesn't have to adjust. It's in pieces essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 
nuts. Mm. It's really good. And also it's a very dark movie, so that helps. That's true. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but one of the things they made use of, and because of the pandemic, it's not quite the volume, but they had these huge, like, I don't know if they were LCD screens, but something like that. So a lot of times when you're in, like, Carmine Falcone's office or, like, they're looking out over a city, whatever, Mm. it's not a green screen. It's like... A window. It's, like a giant, it's a window. It's a real big building. Wow. But I think the I think that added so much to it and probably helped keep down on cost as well. Mm. And again, when you're filming this, you know, under lockdown, mm. like little things like that really help. And also, as we've seen in like Star Wars and other pl- other places where they've used the volume, which might also just be Star Wars, you get the light bouncing off everything. You know mm. what I mean? You don't have to take out like green screen reflections because it's all real light. Yeah, right. And I think that just made it. Made a huge difference. There are some great shots of Gotham in this, yeah. in this movie. So. Mm. I recognise the city of Gotham. Yes. Yeah, same. same. No, but they still didn't do any, like, big, like a big typewriter or something. I would love that. I don't think this is the kind of world with a big typewriter. I think they could do a big greasy typewriter. Sure. <laughs> Just covered in it's chips. Called, yeah, it's called typewriter fish and chips. <laughs> I wanted to actually ask you about, like, the look of Batman and the, the practicality of his suit. Mm-hmm. Like I think it takes it like a step further again than Nolan, uh-huh. where that was very much like, well, this is an army suit and this is where repurposing yeah, right, the right, Batman right. suit. Where this one, the intention was that he's handmade it, and it yeah. feels that way, even uh-huh. though you'd have to be incredibly talented at that. Mm-hmm. And it does look like he's Alfred just, probably did. Alfred it. probably did also, but it does look like he's just adding bits to it as he goes. As he yeah. Goes. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's also like if he got already, stabbed here. Yeah, he'd put a plate on it. He's it's already dinged up, you know, in places. Mm. And he's already got, and he's got the eye makeup underneath, yep. which I really appreciate. They didn't shy away from when he takes the mask no. off. He's got the like. Yeah, I think even at the start, you see him applying the eye yeah. makeup, or at some point in the movie, you do. Yeah, exactly. Do you think they meant to put that in? No, I think that's probably a mistake. <laughs> probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting in a chair that says Robert Pattinson on the back. <laughs> so. But even like, I, I loved like the use of his weapons, like the the grapple gun. And when I say weapons, he just uses that to shoot people mostly, <laughs> doesn't he? Well, it's interesting because it's got it looks. It looks very similar to the classic '89 grappling gun. Yeah, but it's also on like a holdout, so it's yes. in his. It's in his, and he's got two. He's got two, and yeah. they're in his sort of gauntlets, mm. like the in, inside of his gauntlets. I guess which you can't lose them, so that's no, good. Can't drop them. Can't drop them. And also, and this is me just inventing. Uh, uh, like when we're, we're no prizing this movie, yeah. but if if you do that, then it you could you could say there's like a. There's like a infrastructure in the suit, like a length of rope in it. Well, not I mean, oh, even yeah. like even like you know, cables. Oh, mechanically, it's yeah, all cables. In, it, it yeah, cables. Yeah, the right. suit. So like, because you couldn't practically put it into like a little gun. And also, yeah. like you know, one of the questions you often think about when, with these kind of characters, if you if you fire a grappling gun and you swing off a building, you're dislocating your arm. Yeah, Is that what's happening. Absolutely. But if it's if it's reinforced it's throughout the entire suit, that's interesting. Then then maybe you don't. Well, you've solved a problem that I had that I didn't know I had with this yeah, movie. Mason. We're gonna we're gonna see some articles about it. No we're doubt. See some clickbaits. I think also like we see the origin maybe of some of his other weapons and or things. And one in particular, there's a moment where he he blows out a fire extinguisher, and then it's like the smoke palette. Oh yeah. And then right. he's like, I'm anywhere. Look, where am I now? <laughs> and I think like after that, he probably went. That's a prob- That's probably yeah. a, a pretty good idea, and I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah, Zippy's back. The folks. dog's back. Hey, everybody. Yo, Zippy, look at you. Remember, I didn't put a cone on your head. <laughs> I'm the blameless one. No, that was him, Zippy. No, Don't listen to no, him. No, I wasn't. No, there's other people. All right, Zippy, you're going to have to go out because we're talking about the bat. We are talking about the bat. There's there's no room for you, Zippy. You're not. You're you're cute, but you're not cute enough. To, oh, Zippy, uh... no, no, don't don't take don't take Zippy away. Oh no, I wanted Zippy here forever. Wow. 
There's one other particular aspect of the suit which I, I do want to talk about. But we'll peeing? Cover Is it, it so he can yeah, pee? Peeing, yeah. I think yeah. he's just peeing anywhere. Just, you've seen that city? <laughs> sure. Who cares? Oh, he has a knife as well. But, you know, mm. he's got to have a knife. Yeah. You've got to have a knife. Yeah, you've got to have a knife in Gotham or Scotland. I agree. Mm. I absolutely agree. I think maybe we'll do some spoilers. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the action? Did we talk about that? Well, let's talk about it right now. Okay, great. Good. I know some people have said that it's kind of like it's too slow. You know what I mean? There's like a – because it's long shots like the way that Nolan would often do. Yeah, right, right, But I found like the way it was lit and the way he moves – and just like he'll pick up a gun or a bat and he'll hit someone in the head with it, then he'll yeah. drop it, he'll hit the Arkham next style. Off. Arkham style, exactly. And, and it's also like it, it does feel very real in the sense that like not everything lands perfect, picture perfect, yeah. or like sometimes he'll be punching another guy and a guy, the guy behind him will just like take a few shots at him. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel doesn't feel as invincible as the Ben Affleck version did. Mm. I mean, he's is, bulletproof. Well, yeah, no, he is bulletproof. But, Ish. Yeah, but you know, and I'm not. These are different versions, and I, I like the Ben Affleck version. Um, I do, but I feel like... Do you think Ben Affleck missed a trick by not having a Ben Affleck? Jeremy Renner's <laughs> Jeremy Renner, Where you could get Ben Affleck updates. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely has. Mm. But they're different, you know what I mean? I think mm. if this Batman was probably in a room where there were 20 guys and they all had guns, yeah. he'd probably not get out. He'd probably shoot a fire extinguisher. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Whereas Ben Affleck Batman... Will kill everybody in that room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this version also doesn't kill anybody. That's true. Goes out of his way. Does to he not even kill accidentally anyone. kill anybody? I don't believe so, but I, I might be wrong. And he hasn't not killed anybody since Batman and Robin, I believe, is the last movie where he hasn't killed Interesting, anybody. Interesting, right? In live action cinema yeah, well, release. I know go. people say, "What about movies that went to other?" No, no, <laughs> stop, stop, and no. And also, look, if we if we're gonna we're gonna give a rating and then we're gonna talk about spoilers. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say if I had one criticism. It is three hours long, yes. and it does the the. the third a lot of people hour. are saying that it's three hours long as well, aren't mm, they? But it's actually two hours and fifty six minutes long. I was about and to pull less, you off on it, and it's less than that if you take the credits out. But also, you probably want to stick around for the credits because there's a two second thing at the end. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think that's a spoiler. If there's nothing at the no, end, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, that's right. You don't need to stick um, around, even though I did a video. on Yeah, it. I feel kind of like there was either. The, the reason it's so long mm. is there was some studio interference, especially in the third act. Yep. Or or that was Matt Reeves' intention all along, where we've got to put we've got to put certain things in. Yeah. And I because it's a certain type of movie. I have a similar complaint, and I think uh, we should talk we about it in spoilers. About. But I th- but I think I've 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 seen people say, well, it's three hours long, and you couldn't really take anything out. I think you could. I agree. I think you could take some stuff out. Yep. And I wonder if people will do that on their own. Mm, uh, or just stop watching at that point. Just stop. Well, they could do that. They could do that. It's their power to do so. But you'd look weird in a cinema doing it, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Especially if you hadn't seen it before. Exactly. But now that I have. Uh, let's do some spoilers. Okay, I'm going to say best movie ever. I, I agree. A good time. Best movie ever. Again, completely. It's the best Batman movie since The Dark Knight, the best solo Batman movie, the other one being The Dark Knight Rises. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is better than that movie. Uh, look, again, like solid action i like the i like the bruce wayne i like the batman yep. supporting cast is really good yep. soundtrack is good mm-hmm. uh enti- again entirely humorless well 99% humorless sure. but that's that's the style we're going for and maybe in the next one he'll lighten up a he'll bit he'll lighten up just a tad i wonder if we get, wonder if we get a robin in the next one well Rob- i wonder if there'll be another one well I, there will definitely be another one that's one of the things i talk about in the video i made where robert pattinson's like they if they're going to do Robin, please Robin Pattinson. Robin Pattinson. If they're going to do Robin, mm-hmm. they have to make him a kid because if he's yeah. just like another guy he hangs out yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you bring in the kid, and then you're like, then you have to justify it 
And then mm. it's also because it's fucked up, you know? It is a bit. And yeah. the idea that you then have to go like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Is this for you? Is it for him? Well, on the, on the what TV are, show. What are you doing? On Titans, the TV show, they're basically like, yeah, Batman's a bad person. <laughs> like, he's a bad dad. He shouldn't have he is. He shouldn't have done this and he keeps doing it. Yeah. And it's ru- like, the, 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 the premise behind a lot of the episodes is like, Dick Grayson's not Dick Grayson and Jason Todd and etc are not well mentally because no. they were drawn into a war on crime as children. Yeah, so, exactly. To a guy who like gives them validation if they kick somebody really hard in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're doing spoilers. We are doing spoilers right now. This is just a really little thing, but when Alfred was caught in an explosion of sorts. Uh-huh. This was the kind of universe and like where I'm where I thought he could be dead. Could be dead, yeah. You know? And then afterwards he obviously wasn't, and in hindsight I'm like, obviously they're not going to kill right. him. Right, yeah, yeah. But it did feel like the kind of world where, like, maybe. Maybe we only have, yeah, maybe this is. Yeah. Because, I mean, spoilers for the comic books, Alfred has been dead for quite a long time. Yes. In the comics. He will be back, I'm sure, because yeah. they've killed him before yes. and he came back. As a robot butler. Oh, yeah, maybe. Did yeah. he? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he came back in Batman and Robin as a as an AI but on the TV. He, but yeah. Then he also came back, yeah. As, as a, as, so they had two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm wondering because it's it's actually been quite a while. And I in the in the in the I think when I Alfred if they'll do that in the Flash. I'll like bring they'll him, bring him back using like archival footage on a computer screen. Oh, maybe it's like an AI. Yeah, Alfred. maybe. Anyway, they could. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. go on. I was just going to say, in the like years, in like decades ago, they killed Alfred because I guess they thought they didn't need him anymore. Yeah. And then they brought him back as like a villain who, but he was Alfred, but he lost his memory, and then he ah. came back as a villain, and and then they then they oh, and he remembers again, and then he was fine. So I'm wondering if they're going to after Batman punched him in the head. Yeah, absolutely. So many times. I'm wondering if they're going to do that in the present day, but just like a more elaborate version of that. Okay. Some, he did he did get his neck broken, so I don't know. That'll get you. Maybe clone him though. That'll get you also. That'll, That'll get, get you back in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should we talk about why the Riddler done it? We should talk about why the Riddler done it. How do you feel about this? This is a spoilery thing, I think. How do you feel about how easily everybody solved all his riddles? Batman just knew all the riddles. Well, he's Batman. He is Batman. That's, <laughs> that's true. What I, that's what I, I really think, think there should have been a C for Catwoman. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But like, I feel like as an audience member watching it, there is no time as an audience member to puzzle out. They're not giving you the clues to the riddle so you can solve them. No, that's true. It's not true. for you. And I think as <laughs> as a detective, I think this was the best iteration of Batman. Well, that's something we haven't talked a, about. As a detective, really, yeah. yeah, as a detective, mm. and I guess it, it wasn't really about solving the riddles. It was more about, or well, some of it was. Some was about solving solving those I think ciphers. Some of it was about riddles. But yeah, some you're of it right. was about riddles, but it was more about. Why is this person doing this? And then we sort of trace the why back to the man. Yeah. And I think that that, that was good detective work, I thought. But I think it also, like, there were breadcrumbs there which do pay off. So at the, the opening scene with Ave Maria, yep. somebody is watching a particular, whatever, um, a particular person they're going to kill. It's the Riddler and uh-huh. the person he's going to kill, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, it turns out that the Riddler has just been just perched outside of that nightclub the entire time. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, yeah, he would be, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's really yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's an obvious thing to kind of, you know, mm. to, to do. And I, I like little things like that where he's just kind of camped out at the different mm. places because, yeah, he would need to do that. And also the fact that he's doing – I like the idea that he was doing it – well, he thought he was doing it with Batman. Yeah. That the clues he was, le- was leaving him was not to be caught. It was, was to be so like – I'm doing you some great work. Right. You get it right. But, and I one thing that I did very much like is the the fake out where we think that he's figured out that 
Batman and Bruce Wayne are the same yes. person because he's like Bruce. What? Like they yeah. they finally have that meeting, a la the Dark Knight, in a you know yeah. between a between a pane of bulletproof glass, and he's mm. like Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. But then he's like. You and me, Batman. We got them all except Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and I thought that was I thought that was very well done. I also thought that it's possible that he knows he's Bruce Wayne at this point. Like he figured it out and went, "Oh, this maybe isn't the person that I thought it was." Right. Like, okay. I don't think it's that. But often, like you know, villains will discover his identity and just be like, "I don't care." Well, he, I you believe, know? unless they've changed the continuity, which they probably have, that he did in Hush. He did figure it out. Right? Yeah. He knows. He knows Bruce Wayne is Batman, but he can't tell anybody. Because Bruce Wayne will get him, and it's also a riddle. Like, what's the point of a riddle if everybody knows? The, That's true. Yeah, the answer. But I also, for Catwoman. I also think it could be possible that yeah, like, which is what it more likely is, is that he's he's not all knowing. Yes, and so he cannot make the connection between why would this man who he thinks is helping mm. him be the same person who's one of his enemies? Yeah, right. He right. cannot. Yeah, he cannot th- put those. Two I together. think that's and that's very probably much the case, it. Yeah. I would say. And I also like the introduction. I guess this is more of a modern day thing where he's built a fan community online. Right, yeah. Small, but dangerous enough where 20 guys will dress up as him and try and shoot the mayor. Yes. And I think I didn't expect something like that, something that I guess has been a – you see it in, like, terror attacks and white supremacy groups and all – and even, I guess, good communities. Sure. People build, like, a loyal following, mm. and I just didn't expect them to do that. Planet Broadcasting, Great Perfect. Mates Thank group, you. Facebook group. Yes, yes. please. Uh, I like that in theory, but I think in execution mm. – why my biggest issue with this movie and the and the length of this movie is that I feel like the initial one of the initial ideas for this movie I feel must have been they catch the Riddler and that is the end of the movie. Yeah. But then somewhere along the line somebody said whether it was whether it was studio executives or Matt Reeves or or somebody or test audiences they said okay but we can't just have somebody we can't have an action superhero movie where we catch the bad guy and they go to the asylum and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Even though that's how a lot of Batman comics go. Yes. We have to have him punch 20 guys. Yeah. And so they went, well, we've got a bunch of extra Riddler costumes. Like, we've got, <laughs> we got, we got half a dozen Riddler costume doubles, mm. so let's just have them show up. And, and there were elements that, that were never introduced in – it felt like it felt like the last – Part of the last act wasn't very integrated into the rest of the movie in the sense that they're like, well, we've got you, Riddler, and he's like, yeah, but I put bombs on the seawall. What (laughs) seawall? When did when did that happen? Like, if we if and I and I guess maybe maybe there's an establishing shot that I missed, but I'm not an architect, and I wouldn't have looked at that and gone, well, Gotham City's going to go underwater if those seawalls ever blow up. There's certainly a seawall there. It's it's also a plot point of Year Zero, the comic. The oh. Riddler does a similar thing where he right. floods the city. Okay. That's not to say that they didn't include this like later on because right. the elements that connect to it as in where like Batman, I think it's Batman, finds his computer uh-huh. and then he sees other people following and they're like, what kind of guns are we getting? What are we up to? Or yeah, right, right, right. Like you could easily put like those two things That's true. in later and on. And I mean maybe maybe this was always the plan and but I feel like that's – it feels ultimately because they went. Well, we have to. We have to have a big fight at the end because yeah. otherwise people will be like, "What a rip off!" We needed a big spectacle uh, because it does kind of become a yeah a, a different kind of Batman movie in that point. I would yeah, say. not so different, but yeah, yeah, it definitely like ramps up. And also another another issue I had with that is also like the guys he fights at the end are just randos. They are people on the internet who they're, they're his followers. Yeah, but also like who. Who are they to Batman? 
They're they're even like the idea. That I think they're, they're just an extension. Yeah, of the I know, Riddler, but the, so the idea right. also that they wear exactly the same thing down to the glasses. Yeah. really felt to me like they were like we got costumes lying around. Like if they reveal, like if, and I think at one point one of them the mask comes off and they're like I'm I'm just a I'm just a nobody or something or I'm whatever it is and it's just like it would to me it would make more sense if we'd seen any of those people well, before. I thought, and I don't know whether this is true, mm-hmm. that that guy might have been the guy he spoke to at the. Funeral? Uh, no, the guy maybe. in the crowd is like these rich people and whatever. whatever. Oh, I don't know if it's the same guy because his head was all taped up. Yeah, like, right, right. So I don't know whether that's actually true. Mm. But but I think also that then led into what I what I liked about the finale where he's helping people. And whereas at the start when he saves that person, the person's just like, please don't beat me up. And yeah, he's yeah. like, why, why would I And at the end up? he's like, I'm going to rescue you and not beat you up. And not beat you up. And, and they're like, why would you bring up the beating <laughs> up part? But then he gets the idea of like, it's not enough for him to be terrifying. Mm. He needs to also be seen to the people who are good yeah. as, a, as a force for good. Mm. And that doesn't necessarily mean he has to beat up 20 guys, I no. guess. But I think I, I like that story arc mm. of the character where they're like, I can be nice. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> as a necessity, if it makes me do my job better, I guess. Yeah. But the I'm just bit- going to tape a big smile <laughs> under the front of my cowl. But the bit that I felt was tacked on, Go on. was the Joker. Yeah, I really. Now that's Barry. Is it Cohen? How are we yeah, pronouncing Ke- Barry that? Barry Cohen Keegan. I'm not sure. We get it wrong every time. I'm having looked at it and yeah. being mocked for saying Barry Cohen in the yeah. past. I think it might be Barry Cohen. Done. There you go. Okay. Uh, he's Druig, folks. It's Druig. It's Druig. Yeah, it's Druig is here, everybody. And he apparently there is a deleted scene. Yes. Which they deleted. Oh. Fun fact: where it was earlier in the movie, and he goes to Arkham to talk to like a proto Joker. Okay. So he's not quite. Fully jokerized, been jokerized yet. okay. But he has a he's had a heart defect since birth, which causes him to smile all the time, and that has led people to react to him a certain way. And he's really good at reading people, but he's not quite the joke yet. And apparently, he's based very much off the man who laughs. Ah, the original, which, which is what the original Joker was was based off. And the idea, I think, of putting in that scene, yeah. which is, I guess, similar to what they did in the Long Halloween, where he visits Calendar Man. You visit somebody who's similar, yes, and go, "What's going on?" Right. Yeah, I think yeah. that. That speaks to a wider universe and what might come in a sequel and feels less forced than the two villains get together and go, ha we're friends! <laughs> yeah, right. I see what you're saying, but also I, I, would, I would imagine if you put the Joker, it's Chekhov's the Joker, Yeah. if you put the Joker in at the start of the movie or at the midpoint, you I think, think everybody would expect yeah. that he would pop up at the end and be like, oh, you thought you'd gotten the Riddler, but also I'm here. And I've got a big gun with a boxing glove on the end. You're probably right. But also, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> just don't put it in. <laughs> yeah. And be like, he might be in the next one. We don't mm. know. Yeah. And yeah. that's not to say of anything about his performance because I don't yeah. really have a problem with any of that. And we didn't really see him. So yeah, I don't right. know what exactly they were going yeah. for. Um, yeah. Look, and again, if I if I had one more, if, I would, if I'm going to harp on a little bit more about the Riddler, mm-hmm. I think it, it would, for me, it would, I would be much, I wouldn't be much happier with the Riddler clones if, they were like maybe low level thugs that Batman had beaten up well, earlier. Some were cops, maybe. Some were cops. Like would, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like anybody, you know. And maybe they were. We don't know. Well, yeah. that's true. We don't know. They were just randos. Yeah. Mm. No, that's. I think that's a solid point. But I did like the bit where he burst through the ceiling and then started beating them up until he got overwhelmed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? that's because true, yeah. again, that's probably what would happen. Mm. You know. And if I if I had one more criticism, you've got. You seem like you said you've got a lot of one more criticisms, Mason. Right. <laughs> Well, this is my segment, one more criticism until I've forgotten what I was talking about. Okay, great. Uh, he is pretty bulletproof. Yes, he is. I mean, and, and again, with the fight at the end, it seemed like 
maybe the constant being shot was slowing him down a bit. Until but again, there's, there's, what, the problem is that there's... Did you like how he had adrenaline or something, though? Oh, that's a good... Or was it Venom? Do you think so? Maybe. I don't think in this universe. Maybe like a... Uh, it was very weird looking. It was weird looking, you're right. right. Maybe it was just a glow stick. For people who don't... For people who are... Uh, was it the, from the movie Venom? Yes. Yes, it was from the That's movie Venom. That's what you're Venom. thinking. Yeah. Or it was Edward Cullen's Venom. Oh, my goodness. From Twilight. I remember the Twilight yeah. movies. We talked I about I think it them. might... So in the... For people... Because there's different continuities and all sorts of different versions of Bane. Yeah. But in the, the original comic books, he... Bane is a... Is, is, gains superhuman strength from, from Venom. Mm. But prior to the introduction of Bane, there was a storyline called Venom where Bruce Wayne takes a lot of Venom. And he's like, I'm going to be a better crime fighter with all this venom. Yeah. And uh, and he's not, though. And I reckon that makes my back stronger. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's how right. it's going to stay. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. I so didn't maybe, maybe it is. At all. Yeah, there you go. Um, a couple of things that I, I guess I wanted to point uh, to touch on, which I quite liked. Uh, Falcone being uh, Selena Kyle's father. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the long Halloween yeah, yeah, universe. Yeah. And some other universes probably where it may or may not be the case. And uh, I liked the bit how he sort of can fly, but not really. Boy, yeah. you only want to use that if you have to. That's true. Because <laughs> it's a disaster. That's interesting. Yeah, he had a rather than have rather than have a you know the the electrically primed glider suit that he had in dark. And in this the dark is what Night I trilogy. mean about being like a step even more real world. Yeah, than, yeah. Uh, it's, so man, instead of the that, next version is going to be yeah, so real world. That's right. <laughs> instead of that or, or anything else like that, he has a sort of a. He can sort of he's got some zips on his cape, I guess, yeah. that can turn his suit into like the classic squirrel suit. The yeah. the what do you call those? It's like a suits. like a special forces like paragliding situation yeah. where you, you you put your arms out like a big squirrel. They're in some of the sort Michael of Bay movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And yeah, you sort of glide. <laughs> sort of. He would have gotten away with that too if he hadn't hit that bridge. I agree. Yeah. I mean he did get away with it. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have aimed for the moving truck. I would have aimed for the bridge. That's interesting. Mm. That's probably why. The top you're... of the bridge, not the bottom of the bridge. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, that makes but sense. But I guess he was like, if I hit this truck, I can get it. It's a quick exit. He was also going like a hundred miles an hour, so he probably didn't have <laughs> a lot of time. Yeah, true. Also install the parachute, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's a better idea. <laughs> also, there was that one moment where it's it's like the shot of Batman's face, and it did look oh, a little bit ridiculous. The uh, chicken Caesar, Caesar syndrome, yeah, exactly. We yeah. do love a bit of that yeah. here, don't we, Mason? Could have cut that, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Cool. Um, all right, uh, look, I've got some feedback here. Go on. Just on our podcast, what oh. they think of us. No, this is people, they've written about the Batman. Okay. Uh, Craig says, the Batman might be the first Batman movie about Batman. Not the villains, not Gotham, not even Bruce Wayne. The focus often literally is completely on Batman. Oh. I really love that. I think that's... Great point. Uh, Scott Milton Art says, finally a Batman that embraces the silliness instead of running from it. It was dark, but he was still a hero. Felt like the comics and cartoons come to life. Best movie ever. Best Batman ever. Average Daudless says, loved the Batman, but be honest, guys, if it was a Die Hard sequel, how would you rate it? I mean, better than most of the Die Hard sequels. Yeah, I'd say probably uh, right right up there with probably (laughs) the first... Couple, Better yeah. than Die Hard 2, at least, as well. I don't think that's a great Die Hard movie. Mm. Josh says, Watching the Batman felt like reading a high-quality graphic novel like The Long Halloween. It had the perfect mix of gripping mystery, disturbing twists, and bleakness, with just a sprinkle of hope at the end. Robat Bat and Bat is batting 1,000. And Mike D says, Just got out of the Batman. From the Beastie Boys? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Mikey Dawson, but yeah, just got out of the Batman. My favorite part That's was, not Mike D from the Beastie Boys. We don't know that. 
was on the internet, you can be anybody. That's true. It's like the movie Ready Player One, you can be anybody. That's very true. Uh, my favorite part was when my girlfriend at Merida Lorraine turned to me and pointed out that the Batmobile was a was better, was way better than a sensible Volvo. That's yeah, true. Which is what, of course, Edward Cullen drives. Yes. Those wonderful Twilight movies. Mm. Uh, do you have anything else to say about the Batman? No. Cool. Okay, how about this, though? Go on. Why don't we talk about the sequel and what we might be getting? Yeah, okay. Um, the City is... Joker. Again, I guess. Again, I've, I've got a video on it. Uh-huh. It's a more hopeful version of Batman, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the City might still be flooded or might not. Yeah. Could do the Joker. Might do Hush. There's some kind of, like, yeah. Thomas Elliot, and the, we see we literally see the word Hush, and there's a few characters where you're like, is that Thomas Elliot, maybe? I, I think I saw somebody on the internet be like, maybe this the, the maybe the, the villain in this should have been Hush. Well, yeah, they're not dissimilar in terms of motivations. But and also, uh, do you want that as your... I don't think you want that as your first villain in this, in yeah, this universe. I, I guess think. that makes yeah. sense. And a lot of people have been saying, including me, that, you know... Is the Court of Owls among this somewhere? Oh, and oh know- for people who don't know, Hush is uh, is a ch- was, was a childhood friend of Batman. Yep, uh, or Bruce Wayne rather, uh, who eventually uh, surgically alters his face to look like Bruce Wayne because he's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know the cast as well. I've talked about Court of Owls and how they love that narrative, mm. and there's definitely room to do something with that because you can just be like. They were here all along. Right, we, right, were, right. we did the Riddler. That's why Gotham sucks and is so greasy. Have, we put the grease on everything. I have, a, I have an owl mask. Think about an owl. What, what's the most? What's what's the thing about an owl? They're greasy, aren't they? Excuse what? me. What? No, they're greasy. Yes. I don't, I you, ever, you ever you ever petted an owl and you're like, oh, this is greasy. I think your hands are greasy. I don't think it's no, the owl. no, it's the owls. I base my whole the whole this whole thing's based on greasy owls. So if owls aren't greasy, then uh... why are you called court of owls and not the greasy owls? Oh, then? I've got to rethink a few things. <laughs> oh, I'll give you this. You're very greasy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am. Anyways, if you have any opinions, we've got a great team that greases up all the suits. <laughs> If you do have any uh, opinions, we'd love to hear about anything yeah. in the sequel. But yeah, I'm sure we'll be talking about this movie. And I would love to. Um, yeah, I would look. Forever. I would. I would love to see a, a, a Mister Freeze in this. Oh yeah, he's also just, talked about that as well. Yeah, just give us. I don't. I don't care how you do it. Yeah, give us a weird. What freeze. if they didn't do it? Would you care about that then? Yeah, I'd be mad. Oh, no. Uh, All right, cool. What's an out of the box villain? Give us a Clayface. Clayface. Clayface is. Have they done a live action Clayface? They, no, not not in movies. But obviously. you wouldn't have to do. Like a giant. You do actor Clayface? No, I think. Well, maybe, but I think you. Oh, are you saying because we can't have any superpowers? Well, things? they're saying that that's probably not what they're going to do. I reckon they, they can do. I reckon it wouldn't. You could. I think you could do actor Clayface, but I think you could also do. You could do weird malleable face guy. I okay. think. I don't think that would be. Yeah, yeah. Too far. Like he doesn't turn to clay or whatever, but he he can just. Force his face into different configurations because he's and so then, greasy. Because he's so greasy, and then he uses makeup and, and, and a wig or whatever. And okay, he's, he's more a chameleon kind of character. Oh, that's a different character, though. Obviously, that is true. Uh, but just give just give me just give me Mr. Freeze. I would love to just see him, Mr. weird Freeze. weird hunched over Mr. Freeze, and he's got his big helmet on. Because we've never seen guy. Mr. Freeze in a live action movie. That's true. We? That's true. I wish we had, but we haven't. I wish I could look to something and go, "There it is." No, you can't. Though. Even if they did it badly, there it is. Mm. We can't. That's true. Anyways. Let's move on to the next segment of the show, Mason. Okay. What do you think it's called? I think it's called What We're Reading. Yeah. What We're Going to Read. I love how you think, Mason. Thank you. It makes me think. Thank you. I'm doing the thing. Westworld? 
Well, this is whew, this is big, Mason. <laughs> is it? This is the segment of the show where we talk about the other things that we've been reading. I mean, it is listening to. This is huge. huge. This is huge for the us. This is a big mm. opportunity for us to shine. Are you ready? Show our knowledge of things. Uh, you know, just in all genres. Do you reckon if we show our knowledge of things, yeah, we we'll get like a cool gig? Yes, like, a, like it pays a bunch of money. That would love, man. Imagine having a cool gig. Oh my god! Because yeah. they say they say like. Everybody's got a skill, and all you have to do you want to you want to you want to your side hustle. You just have to monetize that skill. It's true. And my skill is, I can go to the supermarket, yep. and I can buy like a carton of eggs, mm-hmm. and I can put it in the fridge. And then, like a couple of months goes by, and I open the fridge, and I'm like, oh, I can't. Can't eat those eggs. Can't eat those eggs. Have gone bad. You're doing now. six eggs at a time. How many eggs are you doing? At yeah, a maybe time? Yeah, six, six, six. Why are you still not using them? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think I can monetize that? Though? Can you monetize? Do you think that? my side hustle could be knowing? Buying, buying eggs and then not knowing. Well, it's monetized in the sense that there's money changing hands, but I guess the That's problem true. is it's going in the different The flow direction. is the, the yeah. flow of money. Is but if you could somehow. Reverse the flow. Like reverse if you the, were giving the eggs. If I could reverse the polarity <laughs> yeah. of the egg money transaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could keep them in the fridge yeah. and then I could sell them off at a profit. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe you could freeze them. Keep them for even longer. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. And then chuck them at cars, frozen eggs. <laughs> And then, is that anything? Yeah, that's something I reckon I could monetize. And then I could put that on TikTok probably. That is true. And I could get a sponsorship. <laughs> Bigfrozenegs.com. <laughs> All right. What have you been doing though? I've been, well, I've had a little bit of time off. Yeah, yeah. So I've been getting into a bunch of stuff. So I, wow. I yeah, trouble, first of all. So we, we mentioned Kingsman, I think, recently. We watched yes, Kingsman. We and then you recommended the Mark Miller comic book King of Spies, oh, yeah, which is about a, uh, a Pierce Brosnan-looking uh, James Bond-style spy who decides that he's going to uh, mm. work against Queen and Country and get rid of all the bad guys he's been protecting all over these years. Yes, so, yes, yes. So, so I read that. was really good. Is and it then finished? I don't think so. I no. wouldn't know because comicsology is fucked oh, still. Um, no, it's not finished yet. Thank you for people for sending their recommendations for other comics apps. Or, or recommendations for stealing. Or stealing as well, yeah. uh, which I'd rather not. Mm. Um but I guess I wouldn't have a problem with stealing things I already own. That's true. But um, but there's not something that's just like everything. Do you know what I mean? That's In true. Way, yeah. And that's what's annoying about comicsology. Mm, yeah, that's and how they get that's you. How they get you exactly. But I was like, well, I should catch up with a bunch of other Mark Miller stuff that over the years I've maybe read sure. the first issue and then gotten busy, and I'm like, I can't. I don't have time for. You're busy. Yeah, exactly. You didn't have any time off. You didn't have any time off until now. So I read. Uh, so I'm up to date on Jupiter's Legacy. Oh yeah, which is of course the superhero universe that got a series on Netflix and then it was immediately cancelled. I remember that. Uh, but the, there's a, the we're halfway through what I think is the final volume called Requiem, which is essentially it's set further into the future of the the universe. Yeah, and we are. There's more. There's more bloody strife, as you can might imagine. Wow. But it's also we might be leaning towards the the origin of why they got their powers because, they, you know, they went to – it's these group of people in the Depression and they went to this mysterious island. They come back with superpowers and they're like, we're going to make the world a better place. Yeah. But, but they, we don't really know why that was. Like why why did this force come down and give them the yes. powers? The, all, the, the only issue is they've done six issues of this. There's six more to go. And in the first issue of this, because it's like from months ago, yeah. there's a note from Mark Miller and it's like – Right now, Jupiter's Legacy, it's number one on Netflix. We're flying high. Ooh. And a part of me is like, ooh, they've done six and they're on a break. Will this ever come back? come back? Yeah. And I think, I mean, they've committed to it to this There's point. There's been other things as well in that universe as well, right? They've done prequels. Uh, yeah, and a little bit, yeah. Going uh, on, yeah. Super Crooks, I think, is in that universe. Yeah, well, exactly. And well, that's Ju- also on Netflix. There's Jupiter's Circle, which was the prequel. Yes. But hopefully, like, hopefully they'll finish it off. Did you, uh, see, I haven't read any of the sequel stuff. So would you say it's as good as the regular stuff? 
Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I like that comic quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, let's because I, I also read Reborn. Yep. Which is the one? Have you you've read most of these? Which I one's think. Reborn? Reborn is the one where there's a there's a very an old lady and she passes away. I just in a weird afterlife. She, or whatever. she and her, but her afterlife is this fantasy sci-fi realm. Yes, I've read that where one. where where she's ended up in the realm of good, but there's also a realm of evil. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the the lot of people she knew in life are in this universe mm. as well, and it's a you know kind of kind of complicated. Uh, I also read Starlight, which is the Buck Rogers one. I like that one a lot. Which yeah. is uh, which is a. I thought Reborn was a bit scattershot. It was a bit like this is everything. Well, when you when no? you read a bunch of these in a row, mm. I like them a lot, and they're all they're what if if you read Mark Miller years ago and you're like this is a bit edgy and I don't like it. I think his newer stuff yeah, is more like is more earnest. I think, and it's it's it they they feel they to me they're more fun because they're less like. This is cruel stuff happening for no reason, mm. but they all do. And I think what maybe one of the reasons for that either I think he's like he's definitely matured and improved as a writer, which yeah. I like. But I think it's also because Miller World has sort of turned almost entirely to pitches for movies and, yeah, and TV totally. shows and stuff, and it's kind of like you get better results if it's PG thirteen kind of thing. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Starlight, it, I really like. Yeah, Starlight yeah. is the one where it's a, he is a man who was a Buck Rogers style hero. He got beamed to another world and he saved that world, and then he came back and nobody believes him. Mm. But uh, then the it, aliens come back and they're like, "Hey, we, we need you to save the our planet again." And he's like, "I'm old. I'm old, but I'll do it anyway." I'm back. Uh, what I'll do I, it. I read Huck, which is the Superman oh, yeah. Superman kind of guy, and he does one good deed a day in secret. Superman, but he's Forrest Gump. He's Forrest Gump a little bit, yeah. and then and then uh, then the world finds out about him and etc. But I'm also reading. One last thing, James. Wow! Is I got a copy of uh, it's a, it's called Blood, Sweat, and Chrome: The Wild and True Story of Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, it's a book. I don't know if you've heard of books. Isn't it Charlie's throwing like why are you so late, Tom Hardy? I'm yeah, gonna yeah, punch yeah. you in the head. So it's it's a it's essentially it's it's an oral history of the movie Mad Max Fury Road, yeah. compiled from mostly new interviews. And with you the know cast some people who worked on that, right? You no, know, a couple of people yeah, worked yeah. on that. There, a couple of people are in it actually. Ah. Um, and it's essentially you know it's it's the the story behind. A movie directed by George Miller, who at that point had had given up on the Mad Max franchise for, yeah. for well, he hadn't given up on it, but he hadn't made a Mad Max movie for He'd been decades, for like twenty. Plus yeah, yeah, and years, it's a story yeah. of like him attempting that, and you know, getting getting offers to do a TV series and mm. all this sort of stuff. It's got to be animated at one point, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. All, and all this and all this kind of stuff, and then producing what nobody expected, which was an amazing action movie. Yeah, uh, which it's it's in the book, but there's a quote from Steven Soderbergh. I know that you said, said producing. And I know you meant in terms of he made it. Yes. But I think people, some people might be like, he didn't produce it, he directed it. He produced so and directed it. Right I know, I'm yes. Just going to Thank say you, that. James. Thank you. You've saved, <laughs> you've saved me muting some people on Twitter this week, so that's good. Um, but I, Steven Soderbergh famously said of the, the movie, and I think I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, it's amazing they're not still shooting this movie and it's amazing that hundreds of people aren't dead. So... <laughs> Yeah, and that, that is really true, and it's it's very fascinating. So it's basically a bunch of new interviews yeah. and some archival stuff because some of the people have since passed away yes. involved in the production of this, and it's all sort of sort of chained together in a in a chronological order. It's very that good. Sounds fascinating. By Kyle Buchanan. Right, so that's relatively new as well. Came out like 
Like this week, I think. Oh, wow, okay. So mm. rather not like new, new. Yeah, not new, new. Not yeah, yeah. not five minutes ago. Yeah, well, okay. I didn't get it five minutes ago and read the entire thing. I guess I'll check minutes. it out then. Yeah. Well, what I uh, read or watched, even though you um, you watched and read most of the things this week, it turns out. Yeah, so yeah. I really yeah. monopolize that. I'm limited in my well, options. I mean, we say we can we can do like six things in total, and I've done five and a half. That's there, right. So. You got half. Of, I'm going to talk about you've the got first thirty seconds the to first, say half. Of the first half of the new Scream movie, which I watched. Okay, great. Um, I thought it was terrific. Really? Like Just I, the first half. <laughs> Did you I, actually watch the first I, half? No, I watched all of it. Okay, uh, so great. it's Scream Five, and I don't think I've really well, couldn't been. Tell you. I've seen one. I've been invested in the Scream franchise. I think since the second one, which I quite like. Third one's pretty blare. The fourth one I don't really remember, but apparently it's pretty good. And okay. there's some stuff in this which kind of resurfaces. So when, like, a character shows up and I'm like, am I supposed to know this? And looks right. up and I'm like, oh, yeah, that person was in number four. Well, that being said, given that I've only seen the first one, this would one, I enjoy this This one? one is mostly callbacks to the first one. Oh, okay, yeah, right. So you could 100% watch that one and then this one. Interesting. And I just thought a lot of the returning characters, yeah, I think what it does really well is First of all, they bring back the original cast or who's left. Okay. And I think, uh, and maybe some surprises, who's to say? Oh. I think, like, they're all good. They mm-hmm. probably don't give Courtney Cox, like, maybe enough to do. Okay. But David Arquette and... Just me, keep her in a room? Yeah, just keep her in a room. Playing da- with one of those executive desk toys. Yes, it's right. The, ball the balls on the chains. But it's great seeing those Clink. those people who are back and... Uh-huh. Like, David Arquette's amazing. Yeah. And Neve Campbell is just incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I just think she's... Just terrific. And she's also not, they're not really in it that much. Okay. Because a lot of the focus is on the new cast. Mm. And the new cast are very interesting and like, and you know, dynamic and they work well as a group. And it does very much feel like it does retread a lot of stuff in the first movie Uh because it's, that's the one that's kind of not only paying homage to, but also rebooting. And as the franchise itself, as the movie itself is also aware of that. Yeah, right, right, right. And that could absolutely get painful. But for me, it just it just worked very well. And a lot of it is callbacks and, oh, look, it's this location and it's this person again and all those kinds of things. But I just mm. thought on the whole, it re- did you ever, did you see um, Ready or Not? Yes, I did. It's the directors the, of that. The, 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 the board game. Yeah. Movie, board game horror movie. Yeah, which is also fantastic. And I just thought it was like a really good, mm. also, like as a, as a screen movie it works and also as a continuation it works. It's the kind of the... It's what Hallow- I wish the new Halloween franchise oh, was. Oh, yeah. very good. It was just, I really liked there it. There you go. Oh, just to be clear. And you, could watch, you should watch it, yeah, by yeah. the way. If you've just seen the first one, you could totally watch yeah, nice. this. Yeah. Just to be clear, I did like all the Mark Miller stuff that I read. Yes, no, like, you, I, I thought you were clear on that, Mason. Uh, well, I'm going to be even clearer. Yeah. Just because I'm like, because, it, you know, it, again, it, while it, while it I, th- I think it's, I think it's good that the, this this his company and and him uh, who I, th- I think writes everything still yeah is attempting to make new stuff yes while it off and I also I also read Empress which is oh I liked Empress which is uh, uh, like a big Star Warsy it's sort a big of, star- well that's, sort of. that's why I remember because it's it's a big Star Warsy and thing Sagari ish yeah it's sort of, it's, yeah. A, it's a it's a uh, it's set sixty five million years in the past a long time ago yeah but it's set uh, on the, in a in a previous civilization on Earth and there's a there's a, the the Empress of this. Galactic civilization yeah. is on the run from her husband, who's like a dark side style monster. Yeah, dude. absolutely. Uh, but yeah, like, the, the, did you read Prodigy by any chance? No, Prodigy's but I've some well. my list. Yeah, um, of every comic ever made. Yeah, Chrononauts is like a time traveling uh, one, which is a fun one. As well. Yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, I, I appreciate while some of them do have. You know, we've reached the point where no matter what you create, somebody's going to be like, "Well, it's a bit Star Wars, isn't it? Or it's a yeah. bit, or it's a bit Superman, isn't you it?" Do kind something of thing. in space. But I there, appreciate that. that it's. While some of these are like deconstructing the genre, and some some are just straight up, you know, uh, 
plain vanilla versions of a particular genre or yeah. some of them are like cool edgy versions or whatever. At least there's somebody out there not going, should we do another Batman? Yeah. Like it, at least, the, you know, somebody's going, here's some new. And while it is kind of uh, very much like, and maybe we'll turn this into a movie, mm. it is, at least, you know, it's it's they're all fun and very compelling. I wasn't like, God, I've got to get through what these. I'm slug, like, yeah. oh, what's going to happen in the next issue? So, you know. And what did happen? Everybody died. Oh. Yeah, everybody got their head stomped no. and lasers and just blown up. Everybody gets blown up, limbs cut off, you know, that sort That's of stuff. That's interesting. Very cool, Wow, I think. I agree. Mm. Wow. Then we've got to move on. Let's do letters. What kind of letters? These ones. I think. Classic letters. Letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now. We're going to do letters. I forgot one thing. What's that? Uh, in what we're reading. What? Because I wasn't even reading it. I was, it was a podcast. What? Auntie Donna, the last few weeks on their podcast, yeah. they've been doing a moving car podcast. Oh, yes. They're doing a podcast in their car. Yeah. Uh, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> they've they've set up a government in the car. Uh, so go back. There's like, go back a few episodes. There's like the prelude to the moving car podcast. If you want a jumping on point for their podcast. Yeah. And they've, they've, they've assembled, there's, they've put in a lot of rules and they're, they're off on adventures in their car doing a podcast. It's very funny. That sounds amazing. I am going to listen to that because yeah. I want to jump in on point for the Auntie Donna podcast too, Mason. Yeah, nice. I didn't even know they had a podcast. You knew. I didn't know. Whoa, you're a liar. <laughs> okay, so if you do want to reach the show, just simply hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod on Twitter mm-hmm. or WeeklyPlanetPod at gmail.com. Simple as that. Uh, Mason, do you have any Gmails or would you like me to kick things off? I've got some Gmails. Here we go. What do you got for us? This is from Zachary. Hello, He says, my hometown is an official Tom Cruise day. This isn't associated with our podcast really in any way, but I love Tom Cruise-related news. Sure. Uh, Hi, James and Mason. I thought you guys would be interested in... Tom Cruise. You're better at that than me. I would have said Tom Cruise, though, (laughs) so that's good. Uh, hi, James and Mesa. I thought you guys would be interested to know that my hometown has in the books an official Tom Cruise Day. Yes, that inter- is interesting. It's yes. May 9th. This happened when someone won a contest to see a premiere of Mission Impossible 3 with Tom Cruise at their local theatre. So Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes flew into our little dinky airport and went to our mall and signed autographs for a while and accepted keys to our city from the mayor. How many As keys? well as a book of our history. Just says keys. Keys. Just so probably two keys. keys. But then they divorced, I assume. And wow, then who's got those keys? Where are those keys? How are they going to start up or shut down the generator? Oh, because you need two keys. Yes. How are they going to launch that the reactor. nuclear missile? Oh, my God, this little town. <laughs> uh, so, and they've got a book of our history. Yep. I was there, and here are some highlights from my perspective. Oh, I'm loving this. Tom I'm Cruise this. didn't say a single word during the entire thing. Our local radio station had to pull their couch jumping competition at the last minute. <laughs> People thought it would somehow help the town's economy. Yeah. Uh, he signed my copy of Last Samurai on the plastic cover rather than the disc, so it wiped off before I even got back to my car. There was a shrine to Tom Cruise at the mall that stayed up until the mall got torn down during the start of COVID. Wow. Uh, if you're interested, here's a Seattle Times story on it. I can't click it because I've made a screenshot of this, so it would be futile if I were to click it. I understand. That's fine. Uh, me. Anyways, it's a little quirky thing I thought you might have a laugh at. Why didn't he say anything? It's a great question. P.S. That's from Zach. He says, was he can I be the official energy? human on the podcast? Yes, you can. Sorry? Yeah. Was he conserving energy? And what was the thing you said? Uh, he Zach said, can I be the official human of the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you can. i got to say, I'm, I'm loving emails like that. Right. I'm not saying I don't love all our emails, but yeah. just like. You love that one especially more. It's a strange entertainment. It's like, it's like you love your kids equally, yep. but one of them you do love more. Absolutely. That's what I thought. Here's a question for you. Not true. And it's the one listening to this. Wow. Yeah. First one who listens to this. And if they're both listening to it, 
You're out of the wheel, both of you. Nice. <laughs> I love all the little traps you've built in. I love traps. Yeah, traps are good, aren't they? Here's a trap for you, Mason. Mm-hmm. It's from uh, Alsdair McGregor Ooh. on uh, Twitter who says, hashtag weekly planet pod, which is very much how you reach the show. Have you guys watched Guardians of Justice? What the hell is it? Oh, I, I know. I am aware it. of it. It's on Netflix and it's sort of a very low budget superhero spoof of some yes. kind. It's some of it's live action and some of it's animated or yes. something. And that's Interesting. as far as we can go yeah, with yes. that information. I, I saw a thumbnail and yep. I'm like, I'll get to that eventually. Yeah. I think I got that little push notification. It's like, you you were interested you in this. idiot. And I'm like, was I? All right, I guess. I guess. I'll get, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, so there we go. I've heard some people talking about it in the Great Mates Planet Broadcasting oh. Group. Uh, and their uh, opinions are divided, but not entirely negative. So maybe it's worth checking out. Mm. What about you, Mason? Uh, this is from Yoram. Yep. He says, uh, hey, guys. Hey. I'm saying hey because he said hey, guys. Oh, that's good. That's that good, wasn't actually. it you. You looked up like I had something. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, you. Oh, hey, mate. <laughs> if you're any louder, I just would have run, I think. Uh, but, no, that's good for the interaction with the, with the listeners. It's which true. I like. We gotta, we gotta, you've got to increase that interaction with the listeners. So I think you – So we can sell them things. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, he and his girlfriend live in the UK. When my girlfriend found out that uh, Tom Holland was British, I had to show her you guys' famous, ooh, I'm Tom Holland bit – uh, she loved it. We laughed lots and we do it to each other all the time now. Excellent. Fast forward a few months and she tells me that she's been doing it at work all the time, but <laughs> no one really seems to get it. I said, what do you mean you do it at work all the time? Turns out she thought it was something Tom Holland had done in an interview or something along those lines <laughs> rather than a niche podcast inside joke. Anyway, much love from your am. So that's oh, no. Great. We've ruined a regular person. I know, right? So she's like, guys, Tom Holland, get it? And they're like, why would we get it? What do <laughs> what you mean? Do you mean? We're all British. What are we doing? Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's, that's good fun. stuff. Yeah. We love ruining lives. We certainly do. Yeah. It's our favourite thing to do. We're so sorry. We're, we're jackass, but for other people's social interaction. <laughs> that's right. we are. That's right. And he's got a quick pun for that, and it is... No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> Moving that, on. That was the, that was the thing. That, <laughs> that was the joke? And then I was throwing it to you. That was the whole joke. No, I was throwing it to you. Felt like it could have been refined more. Ah! What was that my job? No, it was still my job, so I feel bad about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, cool. We talked about last week their redoing bullet. Oh, yeah, that's also, right. Also, did you see? Maybe their redoing. Maybe, Because yeah. it's not, it's not going to be Spielberg's next project. His next project is something else. Yeah, he's doing, I was going to say Indiana Jones, but that's someone else. I don't know what he's doing. It's called like Warble Land or something. Warble Boys, everybody. The Warble Boys. <laughs> the Warbles of Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, he's doing a Wombles remake. <laughs> he's doing the Wombles. Oh, that's But great. we talked about Bullet. Oh, I just want to quickly say... Robert Downey Jr. is Parker? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. So For an Amazon so, series? So, the, so that's a, uh, a series of crime novels, yep. which, which, uh, one of which was adapted in the movie Payback. Yep, which is with, good. Uh, with Mel Gibson. Melvin Gibson. Uh, Statham's Statham also been one, Parker. And there might have been someone else yeah, at some point. That's interesting. He's sort of a real anti-hero kind of... Uh, he's hard living, hard he's a He's a crim, but he's not as bad. He's real noir stuff, but I didn't know that. So this yeah. is Robert Downey Jr. That's interesting. RDJ. That would I mean... That would work. Yeah, I, think I mean, so. his his default, like his public persona, is like he's kind of like a scallywag. I think he's also maybe and Parker's doing more a, of a prick. I think he's maybe doing it with Shane Black as well. I might. Ah, oh, that makes okay. That all makes a lot of sense. Let me check. Okay. Well, look, I'm very excited to see whether he becomes it's just Robert Downey Jr. again, or it's yeah. he's a real piece of work, which he is. Uh, so yeah, the, that's the first emerging with the deal. Uh, we'll feature film titled Play Dirty, in which so it's a feature film. It starts. Sorry, is it? A, it says series, but it also then says feature film. I don't mm. know. 
The first project emerging from the deal will be feature would be a feature film titled Play Dirty in which Robert Downing starred uh, Sansa Parker and then Play Dirty serves as a reunion, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I know that. <laughs> Who are you talking but to? But is it, I don't know, I don't know. It's a movie or a show or both. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, cool. Anyways, we said who could be Steve McQueen's J- Jack Bullet? Who could be it? Frank Bullaby. Who's cool enough? Who's and cool, but it's a very specific kind of cool. This is really just for me. I don't think anybody cares. And I don't, oh, really? Because I, I got a lot of and messages, I, And I Mason. don't think this movie is going to get made, but all right. I think it will. I think it's uh, because it's a thing that somebody knows. Okay, now, now, a few, now here's a few that I'm going to throw out at the top of my head. A lot of people have said Damien Lewis because he played Steve McQueen in about that last Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Yep. But I... I... I mean, maybe. That yeah. could work. Sure. Sure. Yep. Here we go. Uh, Drew says Jason Momoa and Lenny Kravitz. Two cool dudes. What, as a team? Yeah. Okay, great. Love it. Uh, Zed says Henry Cavill. I don't know about that. Too big. Too big. I mean, he could get small, but why would he? Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, so he's already done like a throwback one because he was in The Man from Uncle. That's true. What? Uh, Miscellaneous says Benicio Del Toro. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Okay, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. This one might be, I think in my mind, is the closest. Okay. This is from Matthew. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, that works. He's got that Steve McQueen kind of yeah, yeah, vibe yeah. and yep. leanness. And again, we He's don't not know too much. Big, is he? We don't know much about him. What's he doing? What's he doing? Is he doing bad stuff? Is he married to another famous person? I think he is, but know. who is it? I don't know. Who, who is, is it? Who is it? Right. Uh, Thomas says Timothy Olfant. Yeah, that could work. Like that. Yeah. Chris says Chris Pine. Back, yeah. Okay. Uh, too too cool. Too Hollywood too, cool. Maybe too cool. Because the question the question is they're going to be cool. Yeah. But they can't be like. Hollywood cool, which is like, this guy's yeah. cool, right? Because if it was like him or Hemsworth or Evans, any of the Chris's, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they are verging on too cool. Yeah. But that's, you know, cool is perspective. You cool know is I mean? relative, exactly. Uh, Timothy says Mr. Inbetween's Scott Ryan. Uh, I haven't seen that yet, but it's, Very it's on good. the most recent streaming service I've forced myself onto. So yes. and outside guess... the box and really good, that show. And AK40Oz says uh, Tignatoro. Yeah, that would be great, yes. There we go. Now yeah. that's No, cool. but in order to do that, we'd have to already cast one guy as Bullet yeah. and then they get cancelled and then we'd bring Tegan. That's what how if you can What if you cast someone who's already cancelled, you film it, and then you replace them? Yeah, no. So they've already good. been cancelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you just come in and then your work's done for you. Mm. Anything else, Mason, in terms of Latour? Uh, let's, let's have a look. Um, like I said earlier, I think uh, Michael Shannon might be too old, but I like Yeah, He's, he's real grizzled. Maybe he's too grizzled. Mm. That's the problem. Who's he married to? Don't know. Michael Fassbender. That's that famous couple. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what about Killian Murphy? Too I like cool? that. No, no, I think that could cool. work. Yeah. You also have to factor in how's their American accent. Yeah, he's good, right? Yeah. I mean, he did Batman. That's true. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, he's married to Alicia Vikander, Michael Fassbender. That's a famous that person. That makes sense. That I'm is aware a famous of how famous. Yep. Uh, I love knowing how famous somebody is. Right? Don't you? Sebastian Stan, too cool? He's in that Marvel camp, I yeah, think. Yeah, but he's man. pretty like, he's a chameleon fellow, isn't he? That's true. He's Tommy Lee at the moment. Yeah, he's Tommy Lee, that's yeah. true. Mm. How about cool, but I think probably not American enough, Mads Mikkelsen. First of all, he's not American Ooh. at all. And I would, if I think if he were to do it, yeah. don't make him American. That would, I think, detract from Mads Mikkelsen's coolness. Yes, but it also, I feel like Bullet has to be all American. That's what, that's the, yeah. we're at a crossroads, aren't we? That's what I'm talking about. You also haven't seen Bullet, so this is... I have to have. Haven't have you? I? I, don't yeah, know. I don't know. Maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll... I've seen some of it. Okay. Isn't that enough? Well, I've seen some of it. Yeah, that's enough, I think. I saw the first half of Bullet. Yeah, Like yeah, I saw yeah, the first yeah. half of Scream 5. Mm. Cool, man. Uh, let me check. Oscar Isaac. 
It's cool. It is cool. That's yeah. cool. Anyway, that's a bunch of cool dudes and dudes we think are cool. I agree. Mm. What's next? What's the Green Knight's guy's name? What's his name again? De Patel. Yeah. That's a good choice, actually. Can he do an American, American accent? accent? Dunno. 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 He's all, Dunno, he's, all, he's all like, I'm committed to doing British things. I'm British or whatever. I'm Australian in that one Australian movie about adoption or whatever. Very mm. good movie. You should watch it. All right, Mason, what's next? Uh, oh, I got one more email. What's next? Mason. Gwen. Hello, Gwen. Uh, Gwen. Yes, James, Gwem. Gwem. Hey, Gwem. I've never met a Gwem. Uh, dear James and Meso, been watching the channel for close to four years now. Ooh, thank you. A year ago I was diagnosed with leukaemia and I've spent a lot of my Boom. time listening to the pod. It's helped me have a good laugh through an otherwise horrible time. Thanks for being entertaining and making me laugh so much. Uh, I have a question for you. When Daredevil inevitably shows up in the future MCU project in costume, Ooh, do you think they'll okay. keep one of his costumes from the show or he'll get a new one entirely? Thank you for your question, Gwem. I'm glad you're doing better. <laughs> Me too, Gwem. That's yeah. great news. I'm sorry I called you Gwem. Yeah. I didn't miss here. I was just being a prick. There was some. There was some. There was. A, there was a. There was a. Uh, 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 a tone yeah. approaching that letter, and I'm like, do I address the tone? No, 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 no. I'll just barrel on with this letter about leukemia. Great question, though. Yeah, I think they're going to do the yellow red suit. I think because often they'll be like, let's take it back. Yeah, yeah. And I know yeah, Charlie yeah. Cox is like the one thing I want to see is the. Is the is the is the D the, the double D's mm. on his chest? Mm-hmm. I think you know what I'm referring to, Mason. Yes, the logo, the Daredevil logo. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're going to do like his, is that his Daredevil is one word though. So I think she'd just say D. Yeah. And people should be like, "What is that? B D, Big D." Do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's call, better, right? Yeah. Who's this Big mysterious D. vigilante? We call him Big D. <laughs> um, the, is the yellow one the first? And often, yes, it is. Uh, and yeah. also when you get, like, flashbacks in comics, sometimes he's in it. Yeah. Or he's uh-huh. in a black one, which is more like an 80s thing, yeah, yeah. I think. But, um, but, yeah, what do you think? I would like to see that. I mean, you know, they, they – what I like – one of the things that I – one of the one the only thing that I like about the Marvel Universe, James, is that they update okay. the costumes quite regularly and we always get a new version of whoever's suit, whether it be Iron Man or, or Captain America or whoever. Yes, so yes, I, yes. So they will 100% give him a new suit, I think, and I think it will probably be more comic booky. I would love to see how they pull off yellow because yeah. it doesn't seem like uh, – You could do it. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you could do it. Yeah. I imagine it – but, I mean, Iron Man is yellowish sometimes. No, he's gold. Not, he's gold. He's, he's they yellow. never go with the – No, that's true. Because yeah. they basically have the same look. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Don't they? Um, look, if – The early version. I think, I think if they if – they, obviously, if they're going to do the yellow and red, I think they will they'll find a way to pull it off. It won't look stupid. Yeah, I So I, they'll definitely give it a whirl – at least for one movie. I agree. You know? Or show, or episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, thank you, Gwem. Maybe, I mean, maybe they'll do the one where he's like, I'm, maybe he'll get all wacky and be like, I'm trying all new suits and we'll see the, the yellow and red one and people will be like, oh, I don't think so. And then the tailor's like, that's $500,000. <laughs> you'd be like, I don't like this one. Yeah. I'm, I guess I can make you another one. Yeah. Is that what you'd like? Yeah. Oh, by the way, you, oh, you don't have money. You're paying in fish, are you? <laughs> I don't like this. Well... <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Gwen. Yeah. I know your real name. Not your full real name. Do we have it in the email? Uh, Don't read it out. I have it here. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Everybody, just so you know, if you write in, we have your full name. Might be a pseudonym, though. There so, we go. Yeah. Probably safer. Yeah. All right. Is that the show? That's the whole show. Folks, thanks Lovely. so much for listening to the show. Yeah. If you've got any opinions on the Batman, let us know. I more do, opinions. Actually. I do. If you think, if, especially if you think we are very wrong. I would love to say. Well, I think, and I mentioned this last week of like the two people I spoke to afterwards. One mm. of them was like, I didn't like it. I thought right. it was the dark night light. Oh. And I, did, I didn't feel that way. But mm. I also think we, we, we'll, we'll, I've seen a little bit of that and I think we'll probably see more of it. Mm. 
And it's not like as big and bombastic as a lot of Batman movies. It's That's quite true. slow, you know, mm. for a lot of it, which yeah, yeah. is also fine not to like. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if like cinematically, if they did another one, which is very similar to this, like another detective movie. Yeah, yeah. Do you think people would be like, boy, I'm... do you think we'll be like, boy, we're sick of this? Yeah. So can he just punch 20 guys in identical costumes? Please, if we could just now, please do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know. It would be uh, very. Let uh, us know. I would love to hear some new perspectives on this. La, 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 la. Me too, <laughs> Mason. <laughs> how do we wrap up the show, folks? The way we wrap up the show is we, th- James. First of all, we thank everybody for listening. We do, don't we, James? If you could. Oh, you want me to thank everybody you, for listening individually? Yes. Do I I'm, use full names? I've, been, I've emailed I've got you a list. Spreadsheet, yeah, spreadsheet of everybody's full names and addresses. <laughs> if you could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going through. We'll do that. five a week, and we'll see how it goes for those people. Uh, no, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends about it or tricking your girlfriend into saying some weird in-joke in but a real life. You never said that it was a real regular thing. No, I made you know it up I mean? out of my stupid brain, no, my, I mean, my he, weird disease brain. He never brain. said it to his girlfriend. No, that's you know true. What I mean? That's true. I don't know. Uh, folks, thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you have. Very easy, usually. Yeah, I uh, James, you got any there? Got one from Dr. Dastardly who says, Pig rolling down a hill. <laughs> One of my favourite podcasts of all time. Always look forward to my Monday morning commute to work so I can listen to James and Mason bicker back and forth with each other about various <laughs> news and topics. Always good to see some of the recurring characters such as guy who knows everything about anime and guy who knows nothing about Star Wars. Those are not characters. Those are real They're people we know. shards of our personality. Oh, yeah, that's, that's how I know them. There <laughs> that's we go. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Nakara- remember, James, you also have you have two more vetoes left for the year. I know R- riff vetoes. Well, I can't wait. Don't forget. I'm gonna. What do you have one left? Because you I might have one. You might I have might one because you vetoed one of your own riffs. <laughs> no, I'll give you two. You can have two. Oh. I think canonically, you can. That's a that one's a freebie. I love that. You can veto any number of your own riffs. Is this a riff? <laughs> no. Okay. No, this is information for you. Okay. Yeah. So information is not cannot be a riff. Well, if it's my- something useful, not a useful. If it yep. is, if you're imparting. Relevant information. Yeah, it's not a that's riff. not a riff. Actually, you know what? You can have two more riffs. You can have two more vetoes of me. Yep. You can have three more vetoes of yourself. <laughs> but but if, I just pull the pin. You're gonna pull the pin on your own. Whatever you're talking about. But if you run out, you're yeah. gonna. I gotta keep you're going. Gonna keep going. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Nakara uh, says, a poggingly good time. Uh-oh. Never fails to get multiple genuine laughs out of me. Genuinely can't listen to it while I work because it's too entertaining. Uh-oh. I, I presume that's not a spelling mistake and is a mix of entertaining and interesting, mm. which is that's how we do things. That's right. One of us is interesting and one of us is entertaining, but we're both not both. We were both misinformed about which we were supposed to be. <laughs> so the funny guy's just real dry. <laughs> yeah. And the dry guy's like, well, hey. You know, like an MC at a wedding and they're like, you're like, why'd they give it to this guy? You're right. He's, he's up there for too long. Get off, please. Right. I want to go to the toilet. Anyways, Mace. Uh, folks, if you want to get into contact. I want to go to the toilet and sit on my phone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm at a dumb wedding send tweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet oh. Pod at Gmail, at Twitter, at uh, Facebook, at Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting uh, Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod Discord. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod subreddit. Yeah. You can follow at the Weekly Planet. 
And you can follow at Rob Collins. Those are both Rob Collins who edits this podcast, edits videos, does all the stuff that keeps us going over I here. I wish I was so lucky that I could follow all those things. Man. You can. I know. Nice. You can also, I wish. James, you can also follow me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U. I'll just look at my phone I while you follow me on those things. unfollowed you in the hope that one day you'll tweet something interestingly enough. Interesting enough. Are you the interesting one? That no. it comes back, pops up in my feed. I'm not going to do that, though. I refuse You'll go to do it. viral, and then I'll find you mm, again. It's not, it's not a function of talent. I just refuse to do that. <laughs> uh, you can also follow James. He's Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. Uh, if you want to support the show. I'm the finger- funny one. <laughs> I'm funny. I would have disagreed, but you're doing some <laughs> some finger guns in the air there, and you've, you've, you've smushed your hair into a funny shape, Thank which you. I like. Um, uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, if you want to chuck in a buck or any amount, you wouldn't miss. That's the amount to give. That's right. Whether it be a mere cent or at $100,000 a month. Ooh. Do you think there's a limit? I reckon there probably is. There is. So you can't trick somebody. You can't get somebody's phone to be like, I'm giving the Weekly Planet $100,000. Yeah, that if you're doing that, something's, something bad's happened. <laughs> or something very good's happened, followed by something bad, like you've won the lottery and you're like, I'm going to give my favourite podcast $100,000 a month. And then a year later you're like, oh, no. Don't do it. Oh, put it, no. Put it in crypto. Yep. No, put it in shares, I guess. Or a high-interest savings account. Yeah, or pogs. Or pogs. <laughs> They're back. They are back. It's true. Uh, oh, but for, for the big 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 spenders, even bigger, you can go yeah. to bigsandwich.co. Uh, you can sign up for $9 reduce per month, US dollar reduce. Yes, that's that right. Is to say. And you get uh, bonus podcasts and early videos and all sorts of stuff. We're having a great time. We are having a great time, aren't we? Great we? time, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are we doing this week on there, actually? I think it's a, I don't know. Do uh, you tell me, tough guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's right. What the fuck happened then? But do it before I flip the table. <laughs> You're going to cop it, mate. Um, uh, but uh, we've got some T-shirts on tpublic.com. Yep. Search for The Weekly Planet. Uh, uh, thank you to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all the musical themes. Oh, we're looking at 1989 for the time corruption. Oh, that was a good year, I think. That was a good year. And a it was very the good Batman, year. Batman, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Nice. Uh, anything else? No, that's the whole show. Great. Next week, something that isn't The Batman. What do you think it Or maybe be? it's hot of The Batman takes. What do you think of this? I thought you were taking a photo of yourself. I knew it. I was going to ask if you were just – you were looking at your phone, but I'm like, are you just taking a selfie? You was. I was. Yeah. But I was doing two things because I was also bringing up the um, – Wow. The I think that, you should put that in Instagram. It's not very good though, is That's it? That's why I'm asking you to put up on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think that makes me look very good at all. That's why I'm saying it's it. It's a bad angle. Yeah, yeah. It's really grey in this one. Mm. i got bags under my eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, I don't yeah. know about this. This is what I look like. I'll walk around like this. That's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean the lighting's really good in here. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. I think you should put it up with a caption. Do I look really good here? I Guys. actually just delete this. Okay, that's probably for the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what is next week, actually? Don't know. We're, we're, we're sneaking up on Mickey Morbius. Death on the, the Nile? Oh, no, Mason. No, oh. they delayed Mickey Morbius again, snake didn't eyes. they? We no, could do Snake April Eyes, first. yeah. Okay. Snake Eyes again? Yeah. Have you already done a Snake Eyes episode without me? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying they delayed Morbius again. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Let me check. Let me check what's going on. Let me just go to the Hoyts Cinema okay. website. In the in the in the point of the podcast where nobody's listening anymore. Yes, you should definitely do that. Hang on a fucking second, mate. No, I, actually, I've got a better thing I can do. This. Okay. I've got my caravan of garbage list. Oh. Nothing. Great. It's nothing. Do I guess because they're giving Batman a like a wide berth. So. Mm. Do a topic. That's fun. Do a, to- do a cool. topic. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Oh, snake. We'll do snackos. We'll do snackos. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, watch it. The, movies, watched the it, movie Snake Eyes, it. it's on your streaming service or you buy it. Spend real money on it. That's right. Spend real money on the movie Snake Eyes. <laughs>
No Red, amount is too much money. Rent out your local. What is it? What is it? Fourteen ninety nine. Well, yeah, just buy it. Cinemaplex. Rent yeah. one out. Oh yeah, and sure. you'll make it back in ticket sales. I think that's true. Yeah, people will come. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.